Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. then thank you for that and welcome back to titillating sports weathering tittle what is going on what you got what you get we are here for you we're trying to work it out man (laughs) yeah football basketball baseball hockey soccer golf tennis auto racing boxing olympics quidditch all about chess checkers rugby cricket we'll do together under one roof and that is this show that's right the costco of sports talk free samples in the back 1-800-878-PLAY is the number to call to get heard and let everybody know what you want to talk about in the world of sports. We can talk about how the Miami Heat drew first blood against the Seas last night. And then in the West, how the West was won. That'll begin out here at uh, where the Pony Express used to stop, and that is the San Francisco, Golden State, Oakland Warriors. They're here in town hosting the Mavs. That'll be at 6 o'clock local. And uh, we will see how it goes because when you look at team stats, the Warriors score eight more points a game in the playoffs. They pull down seven more rebounds per game in the playoffs. They average nine more assists in the playoffs. But those are all stats. Those don't matter. What matters is who wins and who loses. And will Luka Doncic and company be able to steal a game in San Francisco before they go back to uh, Dallas? We'll talk about it together. 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529. That's the number to get you in and have your sporting comment, question, or concern addressed by the global audience that will uh, pull you in. I say that because I'm proud and privileged of being on the American Forces Radio Network worldwide and wherever you are it's great to have you with us we have one of the world's strongest men on the show we also have one of my favorites comedian greg proops he'll join us as well and andrea jones roy will come in to talk about her comedic podcast as well we're talking sports come on back on byline
I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968 That's 800-817-2968 Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first 100 people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800-391-8713. That's 800-391-8713. Do you need to get your hands on some extra money right now? Maybe $25,000 or more? If you're a homeowner, now is a perfect time to get cash out while homes in many neighborhoods like yours have gone up in value. You can use the money for anything. It's yours. You can buy an investment property, pay off higher interest debt, or make home improvements. If you need $25,000, $50,000, or more, now is the time. Home values are up, and so is your equity. We offer you a way to use it. No need to use your savings. Call New American Funding now and see how much cash out you can get. Call 800-209-6124. 800-209-6124. 800-209-6124. That's 800-209-6124. NMLS 6606. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is not an offer or commitment to lend. Subject to borrower and property qualifications. Not all borrowers will qualify. Terms and conditions apply. Equal housing opportunity. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome, he's a genius. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast around the world on American Forces Radio Network. Starting off the show with our good friend Bruce Marshall from the Gold Sheet in Las Vegas as we talk NHL with Bruce. I like to get him in once a week. And Bruce, before we get into the uh, matchups, the uh, we had a lot of Game 7s over the weekend in basketball and hockey. And the one that uh, just about everybody in Canada was watching were the Leafs and the Lightning 
And um, the Leafs, once again now, 18 straight seasons without a playoff series win. I think a lot of people thought maybe this was the year there were good signs in this series. But very quietly now, we're, we're talking more about them than the fact that the Lightning are looking for a three-peat. Yeah, wasn't that something, Rick? And, uh, you know, by the way, those game sevens, I mean, uh, the NHL won out over the NBA on the drama scale for sure when you like the Dallas-Calgary game and the Tampa Bay-Toronto game and the Rangers and Penguins. I mean, it's just one after another, and the Kings-Oilers uh, all tense, so it was good stuff. This feels a little different for the Leafs, though, but still, I mean, in the, in the end, the result has been the same as it was, like you mentioned, Rick, for the last 18 years. Uh, where they're not out of the first round. It, it feels different because you can get the impression, even though they, they had a 3-2 lead in this series. I, I mean, last year, uh, it felt like a real choke against Montreal. They were a heavy favorite in that series, and they got knocked out. The bubble a couple of years ago with uh, Columbus, too, I mean, it, that just looked like they blew a chance. They didn't. The Leafs didn't play badly. I think just in the end, they just uh, it was just a, a veteran team a championship team just got over the finish line first. Nonetheless, um, you know, one, the Tampa Bay, obviously, and especially after last night, looks like it's ready again uh, to make a run. But two, for Toronto, though, you wonder, though, if this might have been the chance for the breakthrough. And uh, Dubas, the GM, and Sheldon Keith, the coach, uh, they've been given a reprieve. They're going to bring them back for one more go. But they're going to have some contract things they're going to have to deal with. They're not going to be able to bring all these guys back. Um, somebody, I mean, Nylander looks like he might be one they, they might have to let go. So they're up against it salary-wise. And I can't help but think back a couple of years ago when we were talking, Rick, um, you know, that night in Vegas, I mean, I went and Mike Babcock was coaching what turned out to be his final game. And some uh, Toronto writers told me before the game, he, they said, hey, look, if we lose this game tonight, Babcock might be fired and they're going to promote, get Sheldon Keith in here after you've done that good job with the Marlies. And they went over the whole reason why, you know, and, and sort of it happened the next day. They fired Babcock, but Keith has not gotten them any further than Bab- Babcock did. So that whole grand plan looks like it might have blown up in their face in Toronto. Yeah, certainly paid a lot of money for Babcock. All right, you mentioned uh, Calgary and Gaudreau putting uh, the uh, the battle of uh, the Alberta, uh, I mean, two oil towns now, when you think about Flames and, and Oilers and, uh, you know, as I mentioned, Gaudreau going up against uh, McDavid. And uh, as as much as they needed every second to get through that series, I still think that the Flames are going to beat the Oilers uh, in this series. Uh, your thoughts? Well, the thing that surprised me, Rick, was that it's been 31 years since these teams have met in the playoffs. And mm. It just seems like they've hit each other more, but it's because their regular season meetings are so feisty usually. And this is there's a lot of there's been bad blood in this. Well, obviously, like you said, the Battle of Alberta. They're not far apart, so these are main main rivals there. Uh, I mean, Jake Ottinger was so good in goal; he almost stole that series for Dallas single-handedly. I think the key in this series for for Edmonton is going to be Mike Smith. We looked really good in goal in that uh, in the, in the uh, first series against the Kings, even though it took them seven games. I mean, Edmonton really outscored the Kings by a lot in that series, and uh, and Smith looks looks superb, uh, which is a little bit of a surprise because that's what we thought 
might be sort of the Achilles heel for the for the Oilers in the, in the playoffs. They also were able to grind out a win in game, uh, sort of game six, definitely game seven. That's usually not what you associate with the Oilers. So I sort of think this is going to be a lower-scoring series. Calgary-Dallas was. That was the only series, really, in the, in the first round that was sort of lower-scoring. Overs really went uh, big time in the first round. Um, in, in last night, though, we saw a couple of uh, lower-scoring games. So uh, I think they're going to see a lower-scoring series here, perhaps, especially if Smith is good in goal. And it, it might come down to him or Markstrom, who's going to be a little bit better. I think this series is a toss-up, Rick. All right. Well, I hope so. I would love to see another Game 7 there. Staying in the West, the Lanch and the Blues, and I think most people are uh, sticking with the Avalanche here, the the one seed. Uh, Amazing Kale McCarr stepping up. Ten points in four games, which is amazing. Three goals and seven assists from the blue line. But I think the Blues are going to win some games. Jordan Bennington kind of looked like he was three years ago when when they won the Cup. But I think it's just too much firepower for St. Louis here. I think you're probably right, Rick, and I think uh, McCarr, good mention there. You know, if they awarded the Con Smythe after the first round, I think McCarr probably wins it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's certainly one of the favorites moving forward if Colorado can continue to advance. I mean, he had, like you said, 10 points in a four-game sweep. Um, Bennington, yeah, I mean, he's back to, to Winnington, it looks like, for from the, the Stanley Cup run in 2019. He didn't have a great regular season. In fact, he hasn't been that great since the playoffs when they won a few years ago, but he's, he's looked good and he certainly was in looked fine last night uh, and uh, was in goal for the last three wins of the Minnesota series. However, Rick, uh, when you watched that game last night, you got the feeling that was a chance for the Blues to steal one because they were on their, on their heels like you almost always are with Colorado. I can't believe, Rick, when you watch Colorado, how quick they go and transition up the ice. I mean, they skate faster than any team in the league, I think. And uh, there's so much firepower there, and but the Blues had a chance to steal one. I mean, it, it you know, Colorado hit the post about four or five times last night. Though Bennington will tell you that is perfect calculation on the goalie's part. The post is your friend, and if you got the angle right, you're playing it just perfect. So that's not the reason. Uh, you know, Colorado. You, know, you can't say they could have scored more, but they did dominate most of the action. I'm not sure the Blues. Are, the Blues are not going to roll over here like Nashville. They're going to put a much better fight. But, uh, man, I mean, that was one they could have stole uh, in game one, and I think they may look back on that as a missed opportunity. This is still Colorado's series to lose. Uh, running out of time here, so, Will Craig, Will Craig, let's look at the uh, the East because the Hurricanes and the Rangers both had to grind out a, a seven-gamer. And, and, and when I look at the – the the rosters I, I kind of want to go Canes but I think the Rangers have a little bit of pixie dust I'm going to pick them but in the Battle of Florida the Panthers and the Lightning I think the Panthers are just too deep and I think that the the Panthers get by the Lightning and and ruin the three peat especially if Braden Point's going to be out what do you think Well you know Tampa Bay got them last night and, you know we'll see what happens I mean they, to me it looks like Florida's having a little trouble here. That was not an easy series against Washington. I'm, I'm not betting, betting against the Lightning advancing here. The other series, I think you might be, I'm kind of with you. Uh, I mean, I certainly helped out Carolina in the Boston series. That usually doesn't happen two series in a row. Shesterkin started to play better in goal as that Rangers series progressed. They did fight back from 3-1 down against Pittsburgh, and that's that pixie dust thing you mentioned, Rick. So I'm sort of with you there in the Rangers, so I might lean a little bit to Tampa Bay which uh, admittedly already has a one nothing lead in that series. 
I hate Corey Perry, by the way, and he's still doing it for the lightning <laughs> for his Ducks days. <laughs> All right, what's going on with the gold sheet, Bruce? Thanks, Rick. Stanley Cup, playoffs, NBA playoffs, Major League Baseball, Champions League final coming up in a couple of weeks. It's all there. Picks every day up at goldsheet.com. We'll have football. It's not too far off now. But all my the picks are up there. My picks, too, they're also at vegasinsider.com. There he is, Bruce Marshall. Check out that gold sheet. All right, and uh, Bruce, we appreciate your time and your insights. Talking a little uh, ice, and uh, let's do it again next week, buddy. Thanks, Ricky. Take care. All right. No doubt. Now it seems like there's a delay there, like Bruce is calling in from Spain. Is he in Spain? I know his, his wife's from Spain. <laughs> All right. It's that Vegas burner phone. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. We got open lines on Sports Violin. is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bones. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them, and it's proudly made in the USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800 437 8277 8277 
your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. You spent over a decade in the Middle East, and I just wanted to say... And I'm a great fan of your work. Well, thank you I, very I, much. Don't for that. interrupt me, please. Thank you. <laughs> what did I just say? Do you know who I am? You must be crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. All right. Thank you for that. And welcome back to the show. 1-800-87-A-PLAY. Get you in and get you heard. We had the lottery last night in the NBA and the Orlando Magic get the top pick for the fourth time. The first time they had it, they... Drafted Chris. Uh, they drafted Shaquille O'Neal, and then the next year they got Chris Webber. But that they thought, well, we'll deal him. We don't need another big guy. So they traded him to the Warriors, who drafted Penny Hardaway. And then the other time they had, I think, was '04 with Dwight Howard. So they really, to to me, the question is whether they want to go with Chet Holmgren out of um, Gonzaga or Paolo Banquero uh, out of Duke. And uh, I would go Banquero. <clears throat> I just, I'm not saying that Chet Holmgren is Sean Bradley, um, but he just doesn't impress me as much, especially uh, even though they, Gonzaga was the number one team in the nation for a long time. He's plays in a very weak conference, a mid-major conference on the West Coast. Paolo Banquero, uh, maybe you could have uh, convinced me before March Madness, but the way he stepped up, and he's still growing. He's a 6'10", 250-pound, big, strong guy and would be a real building block for Oklahoma City, who got the second <clears throat> overall pick. So that'll be, uh, those guys will go 1-2, unless there's a trade or unless something happens where they find out that, you know, Chet Holmgren's a white supremacist or Paulo Boncaro is a cocaine dealer or, you know, I say in jest. Uh, neither of these kids are those things. But I'm just saying, barring anything horrifying, those guys will be the first two off the board. Then I would imagine the next two off the board will either be Jabari Smith or Jaden Ivey one way or the other. And with Houston getting the third overall pick, I would probably think they'd go uh, Jabari Smith, power forward, 6'10", a little more lithe, 220. Uh, I think they would be thrilled to have him in Houston, a guy that averaged 17 points and seven and a half rebounds per game. Most importantly, though, uh, 42% from three. Now, remember, the three-point line in the in the college is the top of the key. And in the NBA, you take a big step, as big a step as you can take from the top of the key. That's where the line is for the three-pointer. In the NBA, it is a different animal, of course. <clears throat> uh, and then Sacramento at four. And it always seems to me that Sacramento is drafting a guard, 
one way or another. It just seems like it every year. And um, Jaden Ivey out of Purdue, the sophomore, is a shooting guard. He's a very explosive player. And um, you could put him beside De'Aaron Fox, an aforementioned first-round guard, and <clears throat> sort of be the guy that they wanted Buddy Heald to be. So one, two, three, four, Orlando, OKC, Houston, SAC. Uh, fifth pick will belong to the Detroit Pistons. Uh, the Detroit Pistons, by the way, were the ones that got a little screwed. They thought they would be in the top four. The Kings thought they would be outside the top four, so they did a little jump there. Nothing earth-shattering just yet unless one of these guys takes them to the promised land. But this is where it starts to get a little bit wonky. Five through ten now are Detroit, Indiana, Portland, New Orleans, the Spurs, and the Wizards. And so then you'd think it's going to be a combination of <clears throat> like who will go five to Detroit? That's the thing. Do they want to go big? Do they want to go small? Keegan Murray out of Iowa is a very good switchable guy who can guard in space. He's just got, you know, 6'8", 225 uh, for a three is good size. He's strong. If you want a shooting guard with good size, like Clay Thompson size, you would take Shaden Sharp out of Kentucky, 6'6". Uh, 200. And now I say out of Kentucky because he was enrolled in January and was eligible to compete, but he never played because the people around him wanted to protect his status as a top 10 pick. It's very bizarre to say out of Kentucky when he never played, unless he really bombs in workouts. It's hard to believe that this winger <clears throat> is not going to go higher up. Uh, Oche Agbaji out of Kansas. This is a guy who was four years uh, in college. He's a great three-point shooter, um, and uh, he's an All-American. And you just think, um, already rumored to Portland at seven uh, to be the McCollum, the new McCollum to uh, Lillard's right hand. Johnny Davis out of Wisconsin, a six-foot-five Sophomore, small forward, maybe a guy that would have to play a two-guard in the NBA. It's not too many small forwards that are 6'5". It can happen. Uh, Jalen Duran uh, out of Memphis. He's um, a physical specimen. He's a great athlete. He's 6'11", uh, 250. Right now, he's a guy, if you give him the ball, he'll dunk it, and he'll stand by the rim and block shots. He doesn't have much more of a game than that. If he could develop some passing, maybe they could think we'd get like a Jokic Jr. there. And then 10th uh, overall, the Washington Wizards, seeing the name again, Benedict Mathurin out of uh, Arizona. And uh, I really like Benedict Mathurin because I saw him play a few times uh, in uh, out of Tucson. He was the guy that really drove that team that won the Pac-12. He's uh, 6'6", scores about 18 points a game. Uh, just a very... Very, very um, athletic kid with good size. And then, you know, we were talking about this a little bit yesterday, but just rounding out the draft, telling you where we go, Knicks at 11, Thunder at 12, then it goes Hornets, Cleveland, Hornets again, Hawks, Rockets again, Bulls, Timberwolves, Spurs again, Denver, Memphis the Nets, the Bucks, Spurs again can rebuild their team in this draft if they're smart or lucky. 
Mavericks, Heat, Warriors at 28, uh, Memphis again, and then the Thunder again at 30. Now, yesterday I was talking about how the Warriors uh, were getting mocked to Nikola Jovic. <laughs> Not Nikola Jokic, but Nikola Jovic, 6'10", 210, uh, very skinny out of a Serbia. Uh, but today, <clears throat> that would be the Warriors going big which Don Nelson was obsessed with, speaking of Sean Bradley in Dallas. But the Warriors were also, now these are early days, really is, but being mocked with Christian Coloco. He is the center out of Arizona. Now, what this would mean, now Christian Coloco was the Pac-12 Defensive Player of the Year. If you want a rim protector, this is the guy. Now, what this would say is that, would it say we're giving up on James Wiseman if they draft in another center? And my answer is no. It means we're disappointed that James Wiseman hasn't been healthy enough to show what he can do just yet. And the time that he's been in, he's looked like a teenager that only played five or eight college games, whatever it was. But listen, they can't wait around all forever for James Wiseman to develop. And you think about Kavon Looney, going for 23 rebounds, undersized as a center, which was great in Memphis in Game 6. But on the other hand, the the Warriors need people who can get rebounds. And I would be overjoyed if Christian Coloco is there at 28 when you just think about defense. The Warriors don't need more offense, but they could certainly go with a rim protector. Now, a lot of times people are so obsessed with size like I mentioned, Don Nelson, so obsessed with size that you would think, well, whoever's taller, that's the guy I'm going to draft. And that's true on maybe a playground, but uh, no. So now I I think Jovic is definitely going to be there as well. This is an 18-year-old international prospect. Jovic would be a guy that, uh, like a smiley each, you know, it's like, let's just take a chance on him. Um, Coloco is a guy who, uh, as I said, is the um, a Pac-12 player of the year. And uh, when you look at the center position, he's the fifth-ranked center uh, in the group, and that's because his game isn't as, uh, you know, Chad Holmgren had a better Mark Williams out of Duke. I mean, that's another guy who's going to be a lottery pick. He was a very effective center for them. I mentioned Jalen Duran with, the, with Memphis as well, and, of course, uh, Holmgren. Could be the number one overall pick, but I just um, and Holmgren likes shooting three pointers. He was like forty percent from three. Uh, to me, I'm not saying Holmgren is a system guy, but when you think about Mark Few and the way he runs that team is just uh, on rails right now. And I'm not saying Holmgren's going to be exposed, but there's no doubt that he is a stick. He is a toothpick right now, and there's a big difference going up against the Rick Tittles from St. Mary's. <laughs> not that I was good enough to play hoop there. Uh, but then going up against some real bruisers uh, in the NBA. But uh, at least we know people are picking where until the trades begin. Remember, this draft is getting pushed back almost a month to the middle of July. So we still got time for the personal workouts and interviews. All right, we have open segment on the other side. Come on back at 1 800 
Want to kill bugs like the pros do? Now you can with Maggie's Farm. Created by pest control professionals, Maggie's Farm plant and mineral-based products provide amazingly effective insect control. All of our plant-based products are safe to use around children and pets and won't leave behind a messy, oily residue. Maggie's Farm. Lethal to bugs, easy on the planet. Now, for a limited time, get a free box of our patented no-spill ant-kill bait stations with purchase at greenbugkiller.com. That's greenbugkiller.com. Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. Kelly Blue Book is the one-stop shop for pricing, fixing, selling, and instant cash offering. Instant cash offer is exactly what it sounds like. An official offer to buy or trade your car. Woo-hoo! Just enter your VIN or license plate. Answer a few questions about your car's history and what kind of condition it's in. In minutes, you'll receive an offer to sell or trade your car that you can be sure is fair. Then choose a dealer to purchase your car and schedule a time to meet. For all of the it's, kbb.com. Tatel is going to go to the air. He's back to pass. He throws deep to the end zone. Batted up in the air. Intercepted by Dan Connors. It was a deflection hit into the air by Willie Brown. And Connors came down with a pass. And the Raiders stopped the Chargers without six, without even three on that drive. cares about anything else when you've got Rick Tittle on the radio. Ah, oh, bless your heart. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. 1-800-878-PLAY. Let's go to New York City with Charlie. What's going on, man? 
Hey, Rick, what's going on, buddy? Um, wanted to actually hit on all three teams real quick. Uh, I, I'm not going to lie. I ha- literally watched about two innings of Oakland A's baseball this season. Mm-hmm. It appears they're pitching. Uh, I don't uh, – They it seems like I have some good, young, decent arms in that rotation, both in the bullpen and some of their starters. And their lineup is uh, all related to the Manny Mendoza because uh, – uh, every every game is two one three one two nothing. Um, can you enlighten us on any of the arms, any of the young arms, or? Well, you're right you about. Well, you're right about the the fact that the A's were batting one ninety nine, which is the the lowest in the major leagues. It's pathetic. It's not a surprising. Um, Dalton Jeffries, I believe he's pitching again today. He's won like six. He's lost like six games in a row. But I actually like that kid. Um, and it's it's not easy to say I like that kid when I think about uh, how high his ERA is right now. But James Caprellian, he was a first-round pick of the Yankees out of UCLA. Right. He came in the sunny uh, gray trade. Paul Blackburn from the East Bay, he's been up and down five or six times after we got him from the Mariners. He actually looks like maybe he's figured some things out. The guy Logue that they just got in the trade, he's looked pretty good so far. Um, Cole Irvin... Huh? Yeah, well, Puck, yeah, he was the sixth overall pick, and now he's a middle reliever. I think, um, you know, he's the setup guy to Danny Jimenez now. I'd love to see Trevino just go back to mop-up details. And then, of course, you got Frankie Montas, who at some point is going to have to be traded, I would believe, knowing what the, what the A's are all about. But, yeah, they, yeah, they've got some okay young arms. That's about uh, the only thing they, they really have uh, when your team – is uh, under the the 200 mark, as you said. Well, literally every batter is batting about 200 uh, north or slightly north or south of that. It's just embarrassing. Again, I have I'm protesting self-imposed protest of the A's, <laughs> but I do look at the box scores. Yeah, no, Shel- uh, Sheldon Noisy is the only guy earning his money at the plate, hitting 281, and this was a guy that we got from the Nats and then we traded him to the Dodgers and the Dodgers cut him. So, I mean, it's just, once again, it's a free player. That's the way the A's go. <laughs> well, that's why I'm waiting for the A's to pick up Robinson Cano. Don't you know? Mm-hmm. Right. And, uh, and speaking of Sonny Gray, he's pitching against the A's today. Oh, very nice. Very yeah. nice. Um, all right. So jumping, uh, uh, I want to get on the Raiders too real quick, but with the, with the Warriors, uh, it, if you told me they were going to make it to the conference finals beginning of the year, you would take that. Uh, at least I would. I would, have yep. that I would have signed up for that. If they lose to Dallas, I'll be disappointed. <laughs> so I guess expectations change as the season goes on. Um, I'm not taking anything away from Dallas. They're one of the hotter teams since the All-Star break, or at least from January, them and Boston seem to be the two hottest teams. But the Warriors should beat Dallas, and I, I think Memphis was their, was their yeah. um, biggest um, uh, challenge. Um, so I, that's just a comment. If they, uh, I'm happy they're here, uh, but if they lose to Dallas, uh, I'll, I'll be disappointed. Maybe because then we have to look at Mark Cuban for another <laughs> couple of weeks. Um, Raiders, uh, I was really hoping they'd sign Bradbury from the Giants, cut him the mm-hmm. corner. I, I watched a fair amount of Giant games being in New York. Mm-hmm. He's a, And he worked with the, uh, uh, the coordinator. He came from the Giants. Um, so I was disappointed in that. But I wanted to ask you about the Raiders. Did you read that uh, article or hear about that article in the Times about how dysfunctional the front office is with the Raiders and how 
they uh, quote unquote do things in the stone ages and they uh, everything is on paper and and they overpay taxes and underpay employees and this uh, one guy just uh, resigned due to uh, I forget his name but he said that work conditions were deplorable I guess. Um, did you hear about any of that stuff? Yeah, I, and you know, we've been hearing about that for years, and it was kind of archaic, uh, you know, when Amy was running things, and they had Bedane, and when Bedane left, the new guy, I already forgot his name, he was only president for a year, and there were some other guys that were let go as well. Um, when you have a kid who uh, inherits the team from his dad, that's that's the thing, too, to know about about Al Davis, normally, like you would think, if you have a son or two, you would want to teach him the trade, and you sort oh, absolutely, of, you know, like uh, like a Kyle Shanahan, stand here and be a ball boy, you know, and and yeah. l- learn what I'm doing. Um, Al didn't want him anywhere near the team, and so he in- he inherits the team, and you know he tries to lean on guys he thinks he can trust, you know, Reggie McKenzie and some other guys. I mean, he's trying, but. The guy is, with all of his personal problems in his life, he's not really built to to run a uh, a professional organization. I think I think Mark Davis, even though he moved my team and I hate the guy, I don't think he's evil. I just think he's kind of thick and dumb. So I'm not yeah. surprised that the Raiders have, uh, you know. And, and by the way, you do anything wrong and it's going to make headlines. But, yeah, I'm not surprised it's kind of a mom-and-pop shop like the Bengals are. Right, and 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 now what I read in that article was that Marcel Reese is like second or third. I, I mean, does this guy have? The, I mean, he's a good player. Well, let me tell you about Marcel because when I was and you listened to my shows when I was doing pre and post the last year in Oakland, and Absolutely. for the first half of the season, Marcel was on with me for pre and post. Um, he right. would he would drop by for about a half hour. Um, I. <laughs> I made a little bit of joke. He sits next to Mark upstairs, and I made kind of a joke of, of like, what was what was Mark doing? What was that reaction all about? And Marcel kind of said, ha, 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 and he never came on. He quit because, oh wow, yeah, and it wasn't even an insult. Like, what's up with that haircut on that dork? I didn't say anything like that. Right. But then, right. I, then I realized that Marcel is, for better or for worse, fiercely loyal to Mark Davis. And I'm like, wow, I couldn't even say a little teeny joke. Um, so yeah, I'm not surprised that he's got a lot of power there. So outside of his loyalty, does he have any credentials to be, be a head honcho in a, to run a football team? I mean, other than being a player, does he have any? (laughs) Well, I mean, it didn't stop, uh, what's his face? Mayock. I will say this. I think Marcel's a pretty smart guy. Um, just from getting to know him, I think he's got a really good head on his shoulders. But yeah, he doesn't have any experience. But uh, I, I don't know what the situation is there. Well, uh, you know, hope, hopefully that won't distract from the season, and 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 hopefully, you know, they've given enough power to Ziegler and 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 uh, whoever the coach. I forget the coach already. McDaniel. McDaniel, the Patriot yeah. guy. McDaniel. Uh, hopefully. Uh, Outside of reading that article, I've been very pleasantly ha- happy with what they've been doing this season. Well, last last Raider take, what was your take on them trading uh, uh, the final pick from that draft uh, a couple of years ago to Atlanta to receiver Edwards? Yeah, uh, so was- it's uh, what do we got? The lineman uh, Simpson and uh, Amik Robinson. I mean, that's the only. I mean, that's it. it. Th- that's it from that yeah, draft. So- it's it's one of the monumental worst drafts of any team in the last decade and it just showed 
how stupid it was to just hire a guy to come out of the booth. I mean, you, you'd have to, I mean, hope is not really a, a, a strategy, you know, and just say, well, I, I hope he knows what he's doing. And that, that's the thing. Right. And the only thing weird Ziegler has done for me so far is uh, draft two running backs. But if that's the worst thing he's done so far, I can live with it. <laughs> well, okay, considering at this point every year in, in the, as the Raiders are in the offseason, yes. Yeah, so that's why I say it's been a very successful season. So I, I just, listen, if they made the playoffs with all the nonsense that happened last year with Gruden and Bruggs and blah, 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 they better make the playoffs this year. The bar has been set. They, oh, they, yeah. they got to make the playoffs. Anyway, that's all I got, Rick. I'll keep listening, buddy. Thanks, Charlie. I appreciate it. It's Charlie out there in Hell's Kitchen on the west side of Manhattan over there by the, by the Hudson. <clears throat> and you know, you know what's cool about staying midtown? Just as Charlie called in, it got me thinking about New York. And um, got to meet Charlie. We watched the first half. Of, we had, I think we intended to watch the whole game, but I think it was 45 to nothing at halftime. <laughs> that Chiefs game. And we were both like, all right, well, nice meeting you. <clears throat> but, you know, New York, you kind of think it's not really, a, you know, a, a walkable city. I mean, you can go here or there, but you're going to need the subway to get around. And yet, twice I have walked across the Brooklyn Bridge from borough to borough and gone all the way from Brooklyn all the way to the Hudson when I did uh, the Army-Navy broadcast from the USS Intrepid, one of the coolest things I've got to do in my 30-plus year career was to do that show from a carrier. Um, <clears throat> my dad served on a carrier. I mean, it was just so cool. And as I said, the great thing about staying midtown is that I walked back to my hotel from the Sheraton where I mean, where the USAA put us up, Sheraton at Times Square, and it wasn't that bad of a walk, you know, and we got, I got, well, we all got really lucky in December. Um, it was like 56 degrees. I think one day it was like 60. This is in December. And as soon as I left, the snow hit. But I just remember my time in New York the few years before that. And in Philly, I mean, it was just uh, icy up to your knees, especially in Philly, up to your knees, snow, blizzard. <laughs> I remember going down to uh, Wilmington, Delaware, and kind of doubling back to the Brandywine battleground. And I would take like five steps outside, and it was just like you turn into an icy skeleton. It was so bad. But anyway, um, Manhattan is a lot more walkable than you think. Like you could actually, if you're at Times Square, you could walk up to Columbus Circle. Now you're in the park. You walk up, you're halfway through the park, you go to one of the museums, you know, Natural History or Guggenheim, whatever, the Met, and um, it's it's a full day of walking. I mean, it's Grand Avenues. It's sort of like if you're um, in Paris, the, the, the Champs-Élysées, it just seems like, oh, how could I ever walk this? But the great thing about Manhattan is that because it's all buildings, you don't really see the horizon. You just see the, the block ahead of you. So it doesn't feel like it's that far away. And every time you turn the corner, there's something new. Doesn't mean it's good, but <laughs> it's usually uh, intriguing. <clears throat> and so the times I had stayed in the East Village or I stayed in Brooklyn and I was way out in Crown Heights. And um, and as touristy as it is to stay at Times Square with you know everybody packed in, it's the the biggest uh, station outside of Grand Central is 42nd Street, and all the lines 
and it's a station that's like three blocks long. It's just a, uh, it's a really cool town. And I would love to go back to New York when it's hot, even though it says, ah, oh, you won't like it. It would be nice not to have uh, big bulky coats and uh, going in layers. Anyway, Charlie called, just made me think of uh, New York. I'm walking here. What are you looking at? You must have crap for your brains. fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Are you tired of paying hundreds of dollars or more every month for your family's health benefits? Would you pay as little as $10 a week to save more money on your health care visits? You'll save on dental care, chiropractic visits, telehealth visits, vision care, medical lab work, and much, much more. All of this for one low fee of around $40 a month for your entire family. AmeriPlan has been providing Americans with fantastic discount health plans for 30 years. Have access to a quarter of a million high-quality health providers. Even if you have health insurance, you need to have an AmeriPlan discount health plan. And again, for less than $40 a month, your entire family is covered. Best thing you can do is make a free call right now and learn about how our Platinum plan can help you with your health care needs for as low as $40 a month. 800-723-2391 800-723-2391 That's 800-723-2391 Now you see that evil will always triumph 
because good is dumb. Tittle always goes commando. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. By the way, uh, on my Twitter, at Rick Tittle, Joe says that he was in New York City when it was 100 degrees, and he loved it. I can see that, for sure. Um, there are uh, two podcasts that I listen to that aren't comedy, because the rest of them are comedy. And um, one of them, they're both from the BBC. One is called In Our Time. It's a history podcast. The other one is the BBC History Extra podcast, which is every day. And they'll talk to authors. And I'd say two-thirds of them are pretty good. Uh, The one today I'm not going to be interested in. (laughs) And that is Stasi Poets. And I think about the old Dede Air or the Deutsche Demokratische Republic, East Germany, and the Stasi, which was basically the secret police for them, the Staatssicherheitsdienst, the Stasi, the people who would listen to your conversations. And in those times of the Cold War, apparently these uh, spies and uh, these uh, cops, there were some good poets in there. Yeah, all right. Not really interested in Stasi poets, but hey, that's an interesting topic that I would not have guessed. <laughs> before but uh yeah there are other priorities it's sort of like um i know it's not a real good comparison but i had a guy on my show a few years ago who was in the military and he wrote a book about dogs with ptsd and he wanted money to help them dogs that were in combat and i thought i feel sorry for him but not until every human that has ptsd is helped where am i going to give money for the dogs rick how dare you dogs are better than people <laughs> is that me crying or you? All right. We'll come back. We got another, we got great proofs coming up in the next hour and cats with PTSD. Come on. Radio News with Tim Berg. Sticker shock is soaring at the gas pump. Gas prices jumping another four cents. AAA now putting the national average at four dollars and fifty-six cents a gallon. That's sixteen cents higher than last week. This, as the price of diesel remains a dollar forty more than it was last year, at five dollars and fifty-seven cents a gallon on average. And Republican Senator from Tennessee, Marsha Blackburn, tells Fox News. High diesel prices affect everyone. We hear this all the time from our truck drivers, whether they're doing the 18-wheelers, the big rigs, or they're doing delivery to grocery stores. The impact of fuel is driving up the cost of everything. 
A Russian soldier admitted to killing an unarmed civilian in Ukraine in the first war crimes trial since the invasion of Ukraine. This is USA Radio News. Wendy Bell here for my friends at Swiss America. Did you know the U.S. Constitution authorizes only two forms of legitimate money, gold and silver? That's right. But our government abandoned gold and silver a half century ago. Meanwhile, gold and silver prices have rocketed in recent years due to growing economic uncertainty. So to help my listeners, Swiss America has a very special offer today. Silver Walking Liberty half dollars at the amazingly low price of $12.50 each delivered. You heard me right. $12.50. Call now to reserve your silver coins at 800 630 1490. That's 800 630 1490. Silver Walking Liberty half dollars for just $12.50 each delivered while supplies last. Put a silver lining in your financial portfolio now by calling 800 630 1490. 800 630 1490. Ballots are continuing to be counted today from the busiest primary election so far this year. Five states voted yesterday, and four will have Senate showdowns this November. But two of them are still too close to call. That includes the GOP nomination in Pennsylvania and Oregon. In Pennsylvania, businessman David McCormick and Dr. Mohammed Oz are running less than a half a percent apart. Dr. Oz says Pennsylvania can be at the forefront on many issues. We have the ability in Pennsylvania to fight for the soul of this country. In North Carolina, Democrat Sherry Beasley will face off against Republican Ted Budd, who was endorsed by former President Trump. And in Kentucky, Democrat Charles Booker will try to unseat Senator Rand Paul. The Dallas Mavericks are in San Francisco for Game 1 of the Western Conference NBA Finals tonight. Tip-off set for just after 8 o'clock Central Time. USA Radio News. Gunsmoke, Fort Laramie, have gun, will travel. Frontier gentlemen, Luke Slaughter of Tombstone. The greatest radio shows of all time, classic radio theater with Wyatt Cox. On many of these radio stations or online, just search for classic radio theater with Wyatt Cox. That's classic radio theater with Wyatt Cox. President Biden is calling out those who promote great replacement theory, the belief that white Americans are being systematically replaced by immigrants and minorities. While speaking in Buffalo yesterday, Biden warned that media and politics were radicalizing angry, lost, and isolated individuals into believing the theory. Flashing back to 2015, when then-Vice President Biden said in a few years, whites will be in the minority. I would argue it's unlike any other large country in the world. See, there's a second thing in that black box, an unrelenting stream of immigration, nonstop, nonstop. Folks like me who were Caucasian of European descent for the first time in 2017 will be in an absolute minority in the United States of America, absolute minority. Fewer than 50% of the people in America from then and on will be white European stock. That's not a bad thing. That's a, that's a source of our strength. Amber Heard wrapped up four days of testimony Tuesday in ex-husband Johnny Depp's defamation suit against her. Under cross-examination, Heard testified about a fight the couple had in Australia in 2015. 
Depp is suing Heard for $50 million over an op-ed she wrote referring to herself as a public figure representing domestic violence. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Great to have you with us. My name is Rick Tittle. This is Sports Byline USA. In my customary time slot, 9 to noon Pacific time. So into the second hour. And you may participate if you'd like at the toll-free line, 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529. I was thinking about when um, I was talking to Bruce Marshall about an hour ago about the Alberta series between Edmonton and Calgary, those two oil towns, cowboys up there. And um, my uh, cousin and uh, one of my best friends about 15 years ago, they were both single at the time, and they are huge Sharks fans. They said, let's just do a road trip. And so they decided on Calgary. And so they flew up to Calgary the night before uh, they made sure it was a weekend game, <laughs> but they said by the Saddle Dome, you know, it's just nothing but bars, and they're wearing their Sharks jerseys, and so they were thinking it would be fine. They kind of thought, well, maybe we'll get beat up. We'll see what happens, and it was the exact opposite because people were like, eh, Sharks fans, whatever, and then they said, then they were like, wait, you're from San Jose, and they're like, yeah, I'm from the Bay Area, and then they didn't pay for another drink. These these Canadians just thought it was so studly that they were following the Sharks. They flew a plane up there to see them that uh, they, um, they were just completely down with them and treated them like kings. And then they ran into one really good-looking girl, and she said, oh, yeah, I'm Blah Blah's girlfriend whenever he's in town on the Sharks. <laughs> I'm not going to say his name. But, uh, yeah, being a pro athlete, uh, that happens uh, sometimes. But, uh, anyway, I thought that was cool that the, uh, the Calgary fans uh, had nothing but respect. I don't know if that would work in America. You know, like, oh, you came all the way from Denver to the Raider game? F you, man. 
I think that would probably be more that way. All right, 1-800-878-PLAY. Big hello to our brave men and women on American Forces Radio Network. You're doing a great job. Stay safe. Come home soon. You come back and listen to the show. You can't get much for five bucks these days. Unless you go to Wendy's for a $5 biggie bag. Get your choice of double stack, junior bacon cheeseburger, or crispy chicken BLT. Plus four-piece nugs, fries, and a drink. All for just five bucks. That was smooth, wasn't it? That's how you're going to feel when you get that biggie bag at Wendy's. U.S. price participation may vary. Includes four-piece nuggets, small soft drink, and small fry. Prices may be higher in Alaska and Hawaii. Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first 100 people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800-391-8713. That's 800-391-8713. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Do you have no credit or bad credit? Well, now it's no problem with YourCreditPulse.com. Our experts have the comprehensive knowledge to help you aggressively navigate and remove any irregularities from your credit report. YourCreditPulse.com is the solution you've been looking for, from buying a house or a car or securing your next personal or small business loan. All you have to do to get started with a confidential and free consultation is go to our website at YourCreditPulse.com now. So get in the good credit game at YourCreditPulse.com. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. All right, check me out. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the program. Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast, around the world, on the American Forces Radio Network. The World's Strongest Man competition is 
going to be taking place here in Northern California, Sacramento, to be exact, May 24th through the 29th. And uh, full coverage is going to be on CBS and the CBS Sports Network uh, as well. And uh, someone who will be participating to uh, see if he is the world's strongest man is our guest, Evan Singleton, nicknamed T-Rex. Evan, uh, welcome to the show. First of all, did you get T-Rex because you got little teeny arms? Probably not, right? <laughs> well, thank you for having me. And no, I definitely didn't get my nickname from having small arms. A lot of people are actually kind of confused about that because my arms are kind of big. <laughs> I actually have T-Rex claw tattoos going up my middle and index finger on both my hands. And that's just where the nickname kind of came from. And you're a big Jurassic Park guy? Big Jurassic Park fan, absolutely. If you could bring one dinosaur back to life, do, would I assume it's the T-Rex, or would it be another one? Yeah, you'd assume right. I would definitely bring back the T-Rex. And you know what? How many how many millions of years did, did humans miss the dinosaurs? It always amazes me. Is it like 25 <laughs> million, 250 million, something like that? Uh, depending on which era you're looking at, 65 million years ago is one of the biggest things that happened. I remember reading an old Encyclopedia Brown, and there were these cave drawings of cavemen fighting dinosaurs, and, and he said, uh, that's wrong. They were never on the planet at the same time. Let's move on. All right, uh, you are a big guy, 6'6", 350, but you're a pretty good athlete as well. You played hoop. Uh, you played uh, football. What was the one sport that, if you could have gone pro, that, or you thought maybe you could go pro at? Um, well, after, after I graduated high school, I went straight into professional wrestling with WWE. Mm-hmm. So, I guess pro wrestling, because mm-hmm. I actually did that. And then uh, also, uh, if you think about uh, the Strongest Man events, they're making a comeback with the classic car walk. You're going to... Uh, and also, uh, tell us about uh, some of the sponsors, Kanak and Rain Total Body Fuel, some of the others here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's really, really awesome and exciting to see a lot of the classic strongman events coming back, the Flintstone Lift, the Car Walk, uh, all of these different events, and I'm really excited to get my hands on some of the equipment. I'm really excited to get the competition started. Um, as far as uh, the Kanak, they're going to be... I'm assuming like two parts of, of each uh, of an of, of two different events in the competition. Rain is always an amazing sponsor because they, they just have like hundreds and hundreds of different flavors of rain, like for us available throughout the competition. Um, I'm sure they're sponsoring an event too. So it'll, it'll be really exciting to get out there and see what all they've provided for us. Okay, yeah, qualifying round, uh, round, I should say, day one, the loading race and the deadlift ladder. Can you tell us about those two, please? Absolutely. So the loading race is going to be three or four odd objects ranging anywhere from 200 to 330 pounds, and they are going to be about 30 to 40, maybe even 50 feet away from a platform. And the platform is going to be about chest height to the average person. And what we're going to do is we're going to take each implement and load it onto that platform as fast as we can. It's a timed event. And as soon as the last implement is loaded onto the platform, our hands come off and the time stops. Fastest time wins. And the deadlift ladder, the deadlift ladder is going to be, it's going to consist of four or five bars. And each bar is going to be, in a, it's in a straight, straight line. And each bar is going to be loaded to a heavier weight. 
and it's another timed event. As fast as you can deadlift all five of the bars is pretty much the final time. Once you get the down call from the final, the final bar from the ref, that's when your time stops and the fastest time wins. Day two with the car walk where you're, I guess, chained uh, to a car, and then you get the, uh, the, uh, the log lift, and this is something I think it kind of comes back. That I know the Highland Games, they have the, the, the caber toss, but this is basically um, almost just like a, a deadlifting uh, weights, except it's a huge, uh, massive log, and you just got to just put it over your head. Yes, sir. The, um, the car walk, we're going to be inside of the car, and there's going to be a very thick bar inside of the car. So we're going to get in the car. We're going to stand up with it. The bottom of the car is hollowed out, wow. and our feet are going to be hitting the ground. And essentially, we're just going to be Fred Flintstoning the yeah. car across the finish line. And then the log is going to be a pretty heavy – it's going to be a very – very thick wooden log. It's going to have handles inside of it. We're going to pick it up off of the ground, roll it up our body, and then overhead press it for full lockout. And then that's when the ref will give us the down call. We'll do that for as many reps as we can in 60 seconds. What What is the one event where you're like, oh, give me that. I got. I can do that in my sleep. And the other one where you kind of have a little trepidation. Definitely the car walk. I'm really looking forward to the, the uh, that event is, is, is falls under the category of a yoke, and yoke is definitely one of my best events. I, I find it really hard, and I'll say this right now, nobody's going to beat me in yoke. So wow. I'm very confident in that. And the one that I'm probably a little, I guess, standoffish would, be, uh, would probably be the Flintstone behind the neck press in the final. That's... Uh, it's more of an Olympic lifting lift, so I'm not necessarily excited for it, but it's also going to be really excited to see all the other guys cheering them on and seeing some amazing, really, really heavy weights thrown over people's head. So that's kind of like a squat then? No, that's that would be an overhead press. So essentially the bar is going to be on, in, our, in rack position. We're going to get it on the back of our neck like what do we like you would for start for a uh, for a squat and then it's a push press so uh, we're going from the back of the neck to an ugh. overhead press with full lockout all right day 3 qualifying these two events wrecking ball hold and stone off what are those the wrecking ball hold, uh, one of the best tests of grip strength. Essentially, there's going to be a wrecking ball attached to a handles, and we, without straps, all we're going to do is we're going to throw a lot of chalk on our hands, and we're going to see who has the best grip. Or it's going to be a beautiful test of grip strength, and it's going to be a really exciting event. And then the stone off. The stone off is for second and third place in each in each heat. They are fighting for a place in the final, so there's going to be some heavy stones to be moved, and pretty much it's, it's, it's literally just load the stone over until your opponent physically cannot do that anymore. Well, that's the, the, one of the final events, the Atlas Stone, and it's just a you know massive, huge ball. So without breaking your back, I guess you got to get it up onto your lap, and then you got to push it up with your stomach. Is that how it works? Kind of. That's, that's part of it, yeah. So essentially, we're going to be covered in uh, this adhesive called tacky, and it's going to help us stick to the stones. And pretty much what we're doing is we're going to pick it up off the ground, we're going to roll it into our lap, we're going to bring our hands over top of the stone, and then pushing our stomach into it while lifting the stone upwards with our arms, and we're going to load it onto the platform. Wow. 
And then uh, you're going to be pulling a bus as well. Let me just ask you one more. The power stairs, what are those? Uh, the power stairs. I'm actually very much looking forward to the power stairs. So there's going to be three or four relatively large steps. Okay, and the power stairs is an event based on conditioning and strength combined. So what you're going to do is the same handle that's going to be on the wrecking ball hold is going to be on uh, three or four implements, and they're all going to be very, very heavy implements, but they'll all have those handles. What we're going to do is we're going to grab the handles, we're going to stand up, we're going to walk over to these stairs, and we're going to lift the implement onto each stair, and then once the lat- we, we, tr- we we get every implement up all three four, three or four of the stairs, and then once the last implement is on the top step, that's when the time stops. Well, there it is. It's the World's Strongest Man competition taking place in Sacramento May 24th through uh, 29th. Full coverage on CBS and CBS Network, and uh, his mom calls him Evan. We call him T-Rex. <laughs> T-Rex Singleton, best of luck up there, man. Thanks for coming on. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for having me. All right, good stuff. We have an uh, open segment before we bring in Greg Proops at 1040, so feel free to get in at 1-800-878-7529. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. <laughs> Good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. 
Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free products. Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. You're so ugly you could be a modern art masterpiece. I'm 33% sure Rick Tittle is the father of my child, but I'm 100% sure Rick Tittle is a jackass. Uh, it hurts my feelings. Coming up in the next segment, Greg Proops, one of the best San Francisco comedians of all time. One of the best ever, in uh, my opinion. That's EVA. Uh, I don't get TNT, and so I will have to uh, find a place to watch the Warrior game tonight. It's either going to my little brother's house or a... Sports bar. Sports bar is brutal. But then if I go to my brother's house, he took out the carpeting and put in tile. It's too cold over there. (laughs) First world problems. But Luka Doncic, you know, this is the old Travis Schlenk, Atlanta Hawks. You look and you think, we drafted him. We actually had him there for five seconds. But they got Trey Young. It's not like they got rooked. But, you know, 23 years old, carrying a team on his back like Atlas, speaking of Atlas Stones. And if you think about it, it's only been replicated a couple other times in history with a guy at the age of 23 getting to the Final Four, and that was basically when Iverson did it with the Sixers, and he was MVP that year. And, um, I mean, it's just, you think about a team that just relies on one guy. I mean, you could even say, like, even though I was a little older, when um, Harden was MVP of the Rockets, he basically took that team on his shoulders, not defensively. Uh, they flamed out, did the uh, Rockets. Who'd they play? Oh, yeah, the Warriors. The Sixers did reach the finals, and uh, even though the answer was uh, awesome, that wasn't enough to... I mean, you play Shaq, Kobe, Lakers, good luck beating them, and they didn't. So uh, Doncic, um, and I love these nerd stats, bless the nerds. He had the basketball in his hands during the regular season 37.4% of the time, which is the eighth highest in NBA history. Now, here's the thing. How do you know that in NBA history? Do you go back to the Bob Cousy black and white film and you have a stopwatch? How long is he holding it? 
Now he doesn't. Now he passed it. Now he doesn't have it. Now he has. Nope. Now he let. Now he has it. Now he doesn't have it. But a high usage superstar, can he lead his team to a title? And why do they lean on him so much? Because he's good. But remember when they traded for Porzingis, who at one point was untradeable with the Knicks, and then he had the sexual assault uh, allegations and others, and then he tore his ACL. But they gave Porzingis, did the Mavs and Cuban there, $158.3 million five years. And at the time, <clears throat> you think about the Slavic duo of Doncic and Porzingis, I mean, those two guys, you talk about Shaq and Kobe, that would be like the Eastern European Shaq and Kobe. Well, and I remember when they signed uh, Porzingis, Cuban said, our goal is to keep these two together for the next 20 years. And he's laughing, but he's basically saying, this is it. Well, over the last three years, Porzingis has missed over 100 games, and uh, Dallas pulled the plug, got a second-round pick from the uh, Wiz and um, for Spencer Didwitty and uh, Davis uh, Burtons, who I think is a pretty good bench player. But prior to the trade of Porzingis, Doncic had his usage rate of 35.4, which was second to only Joel Embiid in the NBA, and then it climbed to 39%. And the 39% is actually more than Kobe Bryant ever had. Think about how much he had. The all-time record is the biggest ball hog of our era, James Harden. But as I said, he was the only guy on that team in 2018, 40.5%. So um, now it's just one way or another. How do you like it? The, the Mavericks did put some more shooting on the floor around Luka with players like Max Kleber, who came up big, and I mentioned Bertrands as well. And um, he gets more time in the front court. And so, you know, if you think about Dinwiddie, he talked about um, spot-up capabilities. It was an interesting way of putting it because he said, we're taught to stay spaced, and if you stay spaced, you'll get some pretty big gaps, and then I can get into the paint. How about that? And that space, which is something that I know Greg Popovich preached and Steve Kerr, who played for him, um, and when he took over the Warriors, he basically said, stick with Mark Jackson's defense, but we're going to space it out and just do one to two more passes than you were doing with him. And so now entering the finals, uh, Doncic has just maintained his on-the-ball dominance <clears throat> and in the playoffs over 40% of the time that the Mavs have the ball, it's in his hands. And think about this. Uh, the Greek freak, 31%. Uh, right now, it's the highest in NBA playoff history. Uh, yeah, more than the, the highest Jordan ever was was 38. The highest LeBron ever was was 37. But think about driving to the hoop. He drives to the hoop more than 22 times per game in the playoffs so far, and he averages 15 points off of those. And the other thing to remember, and Vince was reminding us too about how good they've been in the second half, the best three-point shooting team in the playoffs are the Mavericks. And you think about some bad games the Splash Brothers had. I'm not totally surprised by that. 
But it's understandable why Jason Kidd <clears throat> would continue to say, hey, Doncic, you take it. <laughs> right? But the most points per game in NBA playoff history and minimum 20 games is Michael Jordan with 33.4. Second is Luka Doncic with 32.7. He is a half a point behind Jordan all time. Rounding that out, Iverson, Durant, and Jerry West all had 29, and LeBron is just under 28.7. So now remember, Iverson had a guy named Dikembe Mutombo who was the defensive player of the year, and that carried the Sixers to the, to the finals in 2001, but he didn't have another great teammate. And so now you would say, real Rick, on that on that Rockets team, Harden had Chris Paul and Eric Jordan, but Paul wasn't scoring like he did back then. It was basically, here, you take it. Now, Doncic has two defense, uh, uh, two teammates, I should say, that can threaten a defense. I mentioned Dinwiddie and Jalen Brunson. Um, they have a great defense. They were seventh in the league this year. So having a couple creators and perimeter scorers um, makes Doncic better, obviously. I mean, you look at Brunson, who's not a household name. He's averaged 23 points a game in the playoffs. That's six points over his regular season average. And then, of course, you get Dinwiddie, and he has showed up huge. He had a 30-point game um, in, the, uh, in that win over the Suns in Game 7. And Doncic had 35. Those were teammates who both scored 30. That was the first time teammates scored 30 in a game seven since Shaq and Kobe 20 years ago. And so after they won in Phoenix, Doncic's quote was, you cannot get this smile off my face right now. I'm just really happy. Well, that's the Warriors' job is to wipe that smile off his face. So you could say, oh, he's burning out. He's bur-. That's what people said about LeBron when he was 33. You're going to burn him out. What's LeBron now? He's like 38 years old. He's he's fine. I think he's like 37, 38, something like that. So even though Doncic is getting the all-time usage rate and he's a half a, point, half a point behind Jordan, averaging the most points in NBA history, and of course Jordan played in the, the days of hand-checking and the bad boys with the Pistons elbowing him in the face every time he went up for a shot. I mean, that has to be mentioned. You just think about the GM in Dallas, Nico Harrison, as he tried to find a way to exploit Doncic without him being a one-man team. And that's the thing about my Warriors. That's not true about Phoenix. That's not true about Memphis. Probably true with the Mavs is that if Steph Curry is not on the Warriors, they stink. And that's with uh, Draymond Green, Klay Thompson, Jordan Poole. The Warriors stink. And it's just funny, not ha-ha funny. It's just weird how it just doesn't work without Steph. And so now the Mavs are eight wins away from the second championship in their history. You might remember the Dirk. In fact, at uh, the Oakland Coliseum Arena, the Oracle Arena, there's still a hole in the wall where Dirk Nowitzki threw a trash can. They put a plastic sheet over it, and they put a little We Believe shirt next to it. It's actually kind of cool if you ever see it in the uh, visiting locker room. All right, when we come back, it's time for Greg Proops. Your eyes 
Here's a simple solution for you. If you have back pain, knee pain, or any other pain in your body, it's as simple as drinking a glass of water every day. Your body is over 60% water, and drinking the best water you can get is crucial for your health. Echo Antioxidant Water, developed by Synergy Science, is the best water you can drink, and it's only available through this special radio offer. Over 1,000 research studies have shown that the powerful antioxidant used in Echo Antioxidant Water can reduce inflammation, improve brain function, help you sleep better, and boost gut health. With just two glasses a day, you can experience these benefits right from the comfort of your home. Some people have even replaced their morning coffee jolt with Echo Antioxidant Water. Call now and learn which Echo product by Synergy Science is right for you. We offer free shipping and a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Change your health by simply changing your water. 800-944-1789. 800-944-1789. That's 800-944-1789. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Let's say life knocks on your door, and you need money to live on or pay bills. What do you do? Would your life be better if you were able to take the equity you've built in your home and spend it any way you want? Here's an idea. Call Easy Knock. They can help you convert the equity in your home into cash in just a few days. If your home is worth $100,000 or more, Easy Knock will buy it from you. You get the money you need, and you stay in your home as a renter. Plus, depending on your program, you can buy it back at any time. If you think you might not qualify, remember, they can say yes when your bank says no. Call Easy Knock now and get the cash you need out of your home. Easy Knock is not a lender. Its products are not available in all markets. Terms and conditions apply. 800 245 Rick Tittle is a majestic stallion. All right. uh, Your words, not mine, I think. Rick Tittle with you. Nationally syndicated out of San Francisco and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's great to welcome back to the show stand-up comedian Greg Proops. He has a brand new comedy album out now from A Special Thing Records, and it's entitled In the City. 
It is his uh, fifth stand-up album, and uh, Greg is with us. And uh, on the cover, Greg, you're outside the Lee Poe, which I think in um, 1981, that was the first place I ever got a, a shot of tequila. Do, do you have any good Lee Poe stories? Well, you know, Rick, everyone who, hi, Rick, first of all, and hello, Bay Area. Um, yeah, Lee Poe, as you know, is a legendary dive on Grand Avenue. And I think a lot of people got their first something there, whether it was a <laughs> STD or whether it was the first time they got mugged. Someone wrote me the other day and said they were dragged behind a bar and, and drugged at a different bar down the street there. So I think it's full of lots of special memories. Yeah, I remember going there in the 80s with my buddies. And, um, you know, I, as I recall, there was an aquarium behind the bar. Well, I get it confused and, uh, with the Buddha sometimes, the other one. Oh, was, you know what? The back cover of the album is me in front of the Buddha. Oh. We, obviously, my wife and I went around to Chinatown, and she took a bunch of pictures. And, you know, we just love San Francisco, so I wanted to call it in the city. We recorded it at the Punchline and improvised it. So we went to that city theme, and I don't think there's any better thing to represent San Francisco than one of the tawdriest dives in all of Chinatown. <laughs> Well, now, I think most comedians would be have some trepidation about doing an improvised album, but uh, you're so quick. Uh, still, did it leave you a little bit kind of uh, butterflies knowing you're going to improv this? Rick, I wish it was like that. I, I, I have butterflies in real life. If I have to talk to my manager or a lawyer or any, something like that, then I'm freaking out of my mind. When you put me on stage, I'm like a baby floating in amniotic fluid. <laughs> I'm as comfortable as I can be, and I can breathe water. It's a... Uh, also, I'm lazy, you know. I mean, I, I, I made an album a couple of years ago, uh, right before the plague started, and um, I, I spent two years sitting at home not editing it. So as soon as I got a chance to go back to the punchline, uh, I thought, well, I'm going to riff this album, you know. Uh, I mean, I know what I'm going to talk about, you know what I mean? I have my topics. Uh, but uh, it's, it's not as scary as you might think if you, if you do it a lot. Very cool. And what did you do during the the Lurgy? Did you do any outdoor shows, Zoom shows, or did you just kind of hunker down? I did loads of Zoom shows, and uh, there's really nothing that screams being in the heart of comedy more than watching a performer on your phone. I, I just think <laughs> that immediacy, it's just like being there, isn't it? I mean, uh, you can order drinks from your friend, and they can go get them at the in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to hear dogs bark, people scream, children <laughs> crying. Uh, it was nice. It was it, it was in it in a different way, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, but of course, I, I'm uh, like all performers. I have an enormous, gigantic, black, gaping hole where my soul should be. So <laughs> I need the approval of a room full of people every fifteen to thirty seconds to make me feel like a human. You know, the other day uh, I was talking to another one of my favorites. Dana Gould and and we were talking about you oh. and um, and I said uh, I remember when I saw you at the, at the old Cobbs and uh, Fisherman's Wharf and um, I think I brought this up with you years ago but there was a old guy like stage right who was kind of in the spotlight he looked like he was about seventy years old and he had the biggest scowl on his face the entire <laughs> set and I was just waiting for you to to do to address him. And Dana Gould cracked up so hard when I told him at one point, you just said one word, you looked at him and you nodded your head and you said, Senator. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I remember that. That's so funny. Dana and I go back a thousand years and I'm going to do his podcast, I think, coming up. Oh, also, great. Dana's getting, I don't know if he told everybody, but he's getting married this year. So, 
work yeah. party for Dana. Yeah, um, he, he told me, yeah. he said, I think I'm going to be giving her some jewelry on a finger. And I thought, oh, I can put that together. Right. Scanty clues. Um, <laughs> sometimes you, the only person you can focus on is the one person who's not laughing. I mean, that, you know how we are. Yeah. Comics are perverse. You can have 300 people in a room bending to your will like you're at a trial. And there's one person sitting there going, I didn't like it. <laughs> uh, and I think that's what you have to. It took me to my 30s, I think, to get. Uh, down with the fact that there's always going to be someone in the audience who really doesn't care for you at all, mm-hmm. no matter how much the other people like you. And mm-hmm. for those people, you just uh, erase them from your memory and hopefully send men out on them later to read them a poem or something. No doubt. A couple more questions for Greg Proops, the new album, In the City. Comedians have told me that they could be doing a theater show with thousands of seats and someone in the balcony checks their phone and you can't help but notice it, and you can't help to feel like it's a kick in the crotch, right? Oh, absolutely. I The thing is, we have, like, I don't know, I, I have pretty big radar. Mm-hmm. I can tell if someone's not laughing in the back row. I can tell if someone checks their phone. The thing is about phones and people surreptitiously checking them is they think they're doing it and no one sees them, but there's an enormous flash of light in the darkness <laughs> that... They haven't really counted on in this spectacularly tech world that we live in. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember playing in Grand Rapids, was it, in Michigan, mm-hmm. at a, a really wild place called Dr. Grins, which will give you an idea of how fun it was. And uh, <laughs> a woman took out her phone and was checking it, and I jumped on her. I mean, I jumped on her. What's your problem? How come you can't pay attention? Grand Rapids, I don't know if you know this, is the medical capital of the state. Mm-hmm. And she goes, I'm a doctor, and I'm on call. <laughs> and I was like, you tell the dying person that my show's really important. <laughs> you know, it's funny. The other day I was talking to one of my um, English friends, and I spent a lot of time in England, not as much as you, but the, the, the I remember seeing you at, at the old punchline or whatever it was called in, in Walnut Creek. What was that called? Oh, yes. Yeah. It was a punchline, in fact. Yeah. And uh, you called it Contra Christian County. Um, but <laughs> I remember you had a whole man, half hour chunk on England and, uh, you talked about the flavor embargo at the English channel <laughs> <laughs> and everything must, be, everything must be boiled. But she was saying like, well, we all love going to Spain. And I said, well, Greg Proop said that they have something in Spain. You don't have in England. It's called the sun. <laughs> <laughs> and also a uh, flavor. And also uh, you can't be a vegetarian in Spain because if it says vegetarian on the menu, they'll slip ham into it anyway to make it taste better. <laughs> and they do, and it does. Uh, I have a vegetarian buddy who said he went to Spain, and he was like, every time they'd trick him, you know, they go, oh, no, 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 there's no vegetable, but there's no meat in it. And then, like, the big chunk of ham would bob to the surface. <laughs> um, but that's the beauty of Spain. That and staying up late and being a depressed all the time. I think of their three character traits. Well, the one thing the Spanish get right is the idea of the siesta. Well, we're going to go home at noon. We're going to eat dinner at one. Maybe we'll go back to work. Maybe we won't. And then hearing last week, I don't know if you saw, but Spain is becoming the first country on the, on the planet to give three paid days off per month for menstrual leave. I did see that, and I think it's fantastic. Um, yeah, you know, they, they spent a lot of time in the wilderness, and now I think their government's a lot hipper. I remember being there once with my wife, and we were flying out of Madrid, and we were at the uh, Iberia or the Iberia, you know, airline counter. Yeah. And no one was getting on the plane, and there was no one there to check us in. 
finally, the guy came back with two beers <laughs> and sat down and went, okay, let's do this. And I'm like, oh, right. I first think, things first. Yeah, I think that whole menstrual thing is just somebody in charge, someone in their office has bad PMS, and that's where it all started. Well, you know. It's been it's it's um, a little overdue that we would acknowledge that uh, women might have a little stress on those days. <laughs> they should have a three days off thing for guys for just being complete douche canoes. I think. <laughs> you know, uh, now this album is called In the City, and uh, you know, I I've, I've lived here my whole life as, as have you, but you know, the city has some challenges, and one of the things that that a lot of people ask me about is. Snapcrap, which is the app that identifies where there is human poo on the sidewalk. We're the only city to have that. Take that, Spain. Right. Uh, that's how for advanced technologically we are. Also, I went to a Whole Foods, I think it was, and you don't ask for the key for the bathroom. You have to download an app, and then the app unlocks the door for the bathroom. So even if you didn't want to go on the street, um, you, you'd have to have a phone to enjoy using a bathroom indoors. Is that- evidently at Whole Foods, it's a privilege, and you have to have a phone to use it. So, yes, there's that dichotomy of thought in San Francisco. <laughs> we are, of course, the most liberal-minded city in the world, and then at the same time, um, the rich people there might as well be from another planet entirely. Oh, my gosh. Well, tell us a little <laughs> bit more about the Who's Line tour. You guys get that going again? Oh, honey, we're in Canada right now. I'm talking to you from a, a hotel in Toronto. Ooh. Uh, yeah, we started up again in October, and uh, we're doing a hundred dates this year. Uh, wow. Yes, we're wearing masks, and uh, it, yeah, I didn't really think it was going to get. I said to my wife, "You know, everything's over. My life is over. There's no more comedy." And she's like, "Will you wait?" Uh, and then, of course, she was right. She's like, "People are going to want to see comedy." Mm-hmm. So, uh, having said that, they still even want to see our show. Um, yeah, we're in Canada for a couple, three weeks, and then, oh, my God, we're everywhere. We're back in the Bay Area. In June, we'll be in Walnut Creek, and uh, Sacramento, and Santa Cruz, of all mm-hmm. things. So Santa Cruz Civic Center, or Santa Cruz Civic, where I saw the Ramones and Blondie in 1978. Wow. Years ago, I was there, and I said to the stage manager, a woman, I said, I was here in 1978 to Ramones and Blondie, and this is so Santa Cruz, Rick. She went, that was a good show. <laughs> Uh, yeah, normally it's that cement platform on the beach where there's like one beach boy left. That's where they do kind of the show. Right? Down there. Oh my yeah. God, how many times, right? In the, in the roller coaster. I remember so old, I remember the cave ride there. Remember the wild mouse ride? It scared the hell out of me when I was five, and then like a week later, people died on it. Oh my God, the wild mouse. The wild mouse was hectic, though. You were in the smallest. My father and I were in that car, and my dad was gigantic. And I remember thinking, we're going to fall off. Yeah, it went up on two wheels, and people did fall off, and they died. It was a horrible oh, tragedy. Oh, hell yeah. That was uh, uh, astonishing. You know, the, the safety measures of the old days were really something else. <laughs> <laughs> you were, we were allowed to go on the beach by ourselves, and there was every manner of, you know, danger down there. Uh, I quite like Santa Cruz. It's that mixture of... Uh, you know, groovy philosophy and serial killing that really <laughs> distinguishes that part of the country. Oh, someone said that we can't draw anyone because Santa Cruz is so small. I said, have you thought about advertising in Scotts Valley? <laughs> yeah, Capitola Aptus. <laughs> right, <in> that Loman. <laughs> 
Get it in. All right. Well, everybody, make sure to pick it up. It's his fifth album. He's one of the best. He's one of our favorites. Greg Proops, In the City, it's called, and it's from, all one word, A Special Thing, Records. Hey, listen, Greg, thanks for coming on again, man, and uh, can't wait to have you on and then have you back in the studio hopefully someday soon. Yeah, I'm going to get back up there live, Rick. It's really great talking to you. Thanks so much, pal. All right, good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back on Sports Byline USA. driving but you don't love your car payment open road lending can reduce your car payment by as much as a hundred dollars a month or more it's easy to refinance your car payment just call today to get your no obligation quote and find out how much you can save to qualify for a lower car payment your car should be less than 10 years old have less than 125,000 miles and you've made at least six on-time payments Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417-800-871-9417-800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845, 800-760-1845, 800-760-1845, 800-760-1845, that's 800-760-1845. Do you need to get your hands on some extra money right now? Maybe 25000 or more? If you're a homeowner, now is a perfect time to get cash out while homes in many neighborhoods like yours have gone up in value. You can use the money for anything. It's yours. You can buy an investment property, pay off higher interest debt, or make home improvements. If you need $25,000, $50,000, or more, now is the time. Home values are up, and so is your equity. We offer you a way to use it. No need to use your savings. Call New American Funding now and see how much cash out you can get. Call 800-209-6124-800-209-6124-800-209-6124. That's 800-209-6124. NMLS 6606. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is not an offer or commitment to lend. Subject to borrower and property qualifications. Not all borrowers will qualify. Terms and conditions apply. Equal housing opportunity. Back to 
pass goes targeted. He's going down the middle, and White makes the catch. He is cream, but holds on to the football, losing the helmet. Chin strap flying one way, helmet the other. Holy Toledo. saw Rick Tittle at the laundromat last night, and I was hella checking him out. I just kept staring at him, and he played like I wasn't even there. I be like that then. All right, uh, that's elaborate. A couple minutes left in hour number uh, two of three, and uh, we've got some peeps coming up in the next hour. Um, Royce Lewis, number one overall pick <clears throat> in Major League Baseball several years ago. He Missed a year. We had the COVID year. He um, was hurt. He wasn't hitting. Now he's finally living up to his status with the Minnesota Twins as a guy who uh, can uh, really do something. And uh, he was filling in for Carlos Correa at short. And in 11 big league games, he hit 308. And in fact, in the uh, game against the A's yesterday, he hit a home run and a double. But they sent him to AAA because Carlos Correa is back. And what they need to do with him now is to move him to the outfield or put him at second base because Carlos Correa signed a huge extension uh, with him. And uh, Carlos Correa, by the way, hitting two fifty five, but he had been hurt a little bit. So at first base, Miguel Sano and Jose Miranda can't hit. Um, you think about um, some of the other places they might be able to put them. Gio Ursula at third is only hitting 226. But it's just, I mean, I understand that now he has to wait 10 days for what the St. Saint Paul Saints is other AAA before he can come back. But uh, Twins fans have to be very upset uh, over this. Carlos Correa is going to be around a long time. He's the shortstop, so you got to find a new position for Royce Lewis, who's back in the minor leagues. I'm Rick Tittle. We will take a quick break and come on back for another hour. Radio News with Tim Berg. Sticker shock is soaring at the gas pump. Gas prices jumping another four cents. AAA now putting the national average at four dollars and fifty-six cents a gallon. 
That's 16 cents higher than last week. This as the price of diesel remains $1.40 more than it was last year at $5.57 a gallon on average. And Republican Senator from Tennessee, Marsha Blackburn, tells Fox News high diesel prices affect everyone. We hear this all the time from our truck drivers, whether they're doing the 18-wheelers, the big rigs, or they're doing delivery to grocery stores. The impact of fuel is driving up the cost of everything. A Russian soldier admitted to killing an unarmed civilian in Ukraine in the first war crimes trial since the invasion of Ukraine. This is USA Radio News. Wendy Bell here for my friends at Swiss America. Did you know the U.S. Constitution authorizes only two forms of legitimate money, gold and silver? That's right. But our government abandoned gold and silver a half century ago. Meanwhile, gold and silver prices have rocketed in recent years due to growing economic uncertainty. So to help my listeners, Swiss America has a very special offer today. Silver Walking Liberty half dollars at the amazingly low price of $12.50 each delivered. You heard me right, $12.50. Call now to reserve your silver coins at 800 630 1490. That's 800 630 1490. Silver Walking Liberty half dollars for just $12.50 each delivered while supplies last. Put a silver lining in your financial portfolio now by calling 800 630 1490. 800 630 1490. Ballots are continuing to be counted today from the busiest primary election so far this year. Five states voted yesterday, and four will have Senate showdowns this November. But two of them are still too close to call. That includes the GOP nomination in Pennsylvania and Oregon. In Pennsylvania, businessman David McCormick and Dr. Mohammed Oz are running less than a half a percent apart. Dr. Oz says Pennsylvania can be at the forefront on many issues. We have the ability in Pennsylvania to fight for the soul of this country. In North Carolina, Democrat Sherry Beasley will face off against Republican Ted Budd, who was endorsed by former President Trump. And in Kentucky, Democrat Charles Booker will try to unseat Senator Rand Paul. The Dallas Mavericks are in San Francisco for Game 1 of the Western Conference NBA Finals tonight. Tip-off set for just after 8 o'clock Central Time. USA Radio News. Gunsmoke, Fort Laramie, have gun, will travel. Frontier gentlemen, Luke Slaughter of Tombstone. The greatest radio shows of all time, classic radio theater with Wyatt Cox. On many of these radio stations or online, just search for classic radio theater with Wyatt Cox. That's classic radio theater with Wyatt Cox. President Biden is calling out those who promote great replacement theory, the belief that white Americans are being systematically replaced by immigrants and minorities. While speaking in Buffalo yesterday, Biden warned that media and politics were radicalizing angry, lost, and isolated individuals into believing the theory. Flashing back to 2015, when then-Vice President Biden said in a few years, whites will be in the minority. I would argue it's unlike any other large country in the world. See, there's a second thing in that black box, an unrelenting stream of immigration, nonstop, nonstop. Folks like me who were 
Caucasian of European descent. For the first time in 2017, we'll be in an absolute minority in the United States of America. Absolute minority. Fewer than 50% of the people in America from then and on will be white European stock. That's not a bad thing. That's a, that's a source of our strength. Amber Heard wrapped up four days of testimony Tuesday into ex-husband Johnny Depp's defamation suit against her. Under cross-examination, Heard testified about a fight the couple had in Australia in 2015. Depp is suing Heard for $50 million over an op-ed she wrote referring to herself as a public figure representing domestic violence. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. Are you looking to start a business? From side hustles to major business opportunity? Franchise 123 connects franchise buyers with sellers. And we have over 4,000 franchises for you to choose from. In one simple 30-second call, our live agents will sign you up to the platform. This is not a hard sales call either. We give you free access to our database. Yes, free access, no cost. We are the largest online franchise database in the world. You can find 95% of all businesses. Buying a franchise doesn't have to be complicated. We make it easy. And right now, some have no startup fees. You can turn your special skill into a franchise business or go full scale with all the top franchise businesses in the world. Sign up with Franchise 123 now and get your free guide to franchise success now. Call 800-433-0539, 800-433-0539 or text FRANCHISE123 to 63566. Text FRANCHISE123 to 63566. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. All right, welcome back to Hour 3. Hmm, how can I put this without being canceled? <laughs> I'll just say it. You know, the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue, there's four different covers. One of them is Russell Wilson's wife, Ciara, I think it is, with a cowboy hat. Another one is Kim Kardashian. Another one is... Somebody's mom with gray hair. I forgot whose mom it is. Mike Trout's mom or something. And then another one is an obese woman uh, named uh, Yumi New wearing a bikini. And the, the, uh, the inclusion we have to have now has permeated to the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue, which I never really got. You know, it's like, okay, it's a girl in a bikini, big deal. But I think back east where it was always snowing at the time it came out, it was a huge deal. But there's nothing wrong with being beautiful. And you think, what what does the human eye want to see? It wants to see beauty. It wants to see art, perfection, things that are aesthetically pleasing, right? You know, if you want to see an old lady in a bikini or you want to see an obese girl in a bikini, that's great. But now it's like if you are a beautiful girl, you're a piece of crap. You know, you're probably a Nazi. You're probably racist. (laughs) I kid, 
But we're now at the point where Sports Illustrated feels that they have to put an obese woman on their swimsuit issue just to say, hey, this is beautiful, too. The funny thing is, on the cover of the swimsuit issue, it says, be the change you want to see. Well, being obese is not healthy. Now, look, a lot of people can't help it because of their genetics. They can diet and work out, and they'll never be skinny, and that's just, that's a fact. But now, even the swimsuit issue, it's like we're not going to have, and if we are going to have a beautiful woman, she's going to have 5,000 cosmetic operations like Kim Kardashian. So I guess there is Ciara, but, I mean, it's just, it kind of defeats the purpose, doesn't it? Here's an old lady. Here's a fat lady. It's like, you know, like, Rick, how dare you say that? Well, it's just, I mean, what what is the world coming to? You can't be beautiful anymore. All right, come on back. And now today's rust-eating tip of the day, presented by Free All Deep Penetrating Oil. You're all set for a quick tie rotation until you have a rusted-on wheel. Coat those lug nuts in penetrating oil, let them sit for a few minutes, and you'll have them off in a cinch. Now give a generous spray into each mounting hole, place a 2 by 4 on the outer edge of the wheel, and smack the wood with a mallet, just enough to create some braking force and vibration. Repeat if necessary. And now a word from Free All. Stop wasting your time struggling to loosen rusted nuts and bolts. Start using Free All Deep Penetrating Oil. Free All spreads deep into rusted or frozen parts to help release tough bolts and washers. Its formula delivers three times more lubricant. That means less sprays, less torque, and less time than any other penetrating oil on the market. It's even silicone free. Professionals have trusted Free All Deep Penetrating Oil for over 40 years. Now it's your turn. Get Free All today at AutoZone, O'Reilly, and Nash. Look for the silver can. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Right now, sports betting is the fastest growing industry in the world. To consistently cash tickets at the sports books, it's best to be armed with the right plays from the best sports bettors in the business. That's what you'll get at AgainstTheNumber.com. At AgainstTheNumber.com, you'll get specialists with decades of experience betting multiple sports at a high level and many sports-specific packages from the NFL to college basketball to cricket to soccer to the European tour that gives you a consistent edge on the sports book. For a highly skilled, reasonably priced team of premium sports handicappers focused on one thing and one thing only, beating the books at their own game. Visit AgainstTheNumber.com. That's AgainstTheNumber.com. Hey. 
titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome, he's a genius. Welcome back to the program. It is 12 after 11 out here in San Francisco where you take the 5 to the 405. It's time to check in with one of our friends over at AgainstTheNumber.com, which is a highly skilled team of premium sports handicappers focused on one thing and one thing only, beating the sports books at their own game. They cover every sport worldwide, from the NFL to college basketball to soccer to cricket to tennis to European hockey, and all of them are proven winners. They offer full season, end of current season, one month, one week, one day, and one year, specialist specific packages. Their prices are reasonable. Their tracking and distribution process is simple, and their results are real. Joining us once again is our friend J.D. Sharp to talk ML. B. J.D., welcome to the show. The Twins optioned uh, the former top pick Royce Lewis back to AAA despite the fact that he just hit a homer and a double and a loss to uh, Oakland, but hitting three oh eight, and that's because Carlos Correa is back. Now, to me, once you sign Carlos Correa to that long deal and he's still three years short of 30, wouldn't you immediately have moved Royce Lewis to second or the outfield? Because uh, in 10 days, this kid's got to come back, right? Yeah, I would assume so. Or you make a big move and actually move him off the roster Ooh. and pick up a premium pitcher in the process. Ooh. So, yeah, I, but Royce Lewis obviously is a, he's close to a five-tool five player. Number one pick in the draft, obviously has a massive future for somebody. But, you know, Carlos Correa, he's a 6'4", 240-pound shortstop. You don't, you don't see those very often. He's a bit of, a, he's a bit of an anomaly as a, as a player. You know, obviously was a massive prospect. He was considered the next A-Rod you know, when he came out as well. So if I was them, I would actually move Royce Lewis off the team and pick up one or even two uh, you know, established pitchers in the process. Very interesting. Um Sticking in the AL for a second, Aaron Judge hit a couple of home runs and had a four-hit night last night. The Yankees beat the Orioles 5-4, to four, but he was in a bad mood because he hit a double that went 399 feet, and uh, it went off the wall. And his quote was, it's a travesty, man. I'm pretty upset. It just looks like create a park now. Um <laughs> And and Aaron, Aaron Boone said, judges. yeah. And Aaron Boone said he almost had three hundreds, but not, but but build your own ballpark. Got him. Like what a bunch of whiners. Yeah, that's weird. And I, well, I mean, it, it's also indicative of that Aaron Judge wants the MVP this year. He wants. I mean, he's twenty. He's thirty now. He, I mean, he's at, you would think he's like be like twenty five or something. But he's actually thirty. Um, he wants to break some records this year. I could see Judge, and I mean, he is six seven, two hundred ninety pounds. Guys, he's going to be CC Sabathia, but in shape, you know, but on offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, uh, he's got a chance to hit 60 home runs this year. Any, any time, on any given day, he can hit two-plus home runs any, any given day. And with that talent around him, with Rizzo behind him and LeMahieu in front of him, uh, that's, uh, they, it could be a very, very interesting year for Aaron Judge. I would not be shocked at all if he won the, the AL MVP and the Yankees represented the AL in the World Series. Yeah, I do think they're probably going to trade Gallo and go after uh, another arm as well. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, and then looking in the West uh, at the beginning of the year, and of course we're in mid-May, but 
you know, Seattle was kind of a trendy pick, maybe not for the division, but for a wild card. They definitely forked out a lot of cash on some big names, but right now they're worse than the Rangers. So what's going on up there in the Emerald City? They just don't have the pitching. Robbie Ray is, is starting to, to pitch like he should have pitched, you know, last year for the Blue Jays. Um, Kikuchi is, is really inconsistent. Julio Rodriguez is actually playing pretty well, but Kalenic hasn't really done a lot. I think he's actually injured right now. So they, they, just, they just don't have the talent to – to justify uh logan gilbert's having a pretty good year uh george kirby has pitched okay in his in his two starts gilbert i think he was actually he had like a 0.64 era at some point i believe yesterday he gave up like three runs and they lost that game but yes yeah, i mean seattle they definitely have talent but they don't have enough talent you look at like a team like the angels trout is such a terrifying he's batting two now right and trout is so terrifying at, at two that taylor ward is hitting 388 with nine bombs and 24 rbis I mean, that team is absolutely stacked with talent. So I, I think that the Angels are going to have most likely a better record than the Mariners at the end of the year. And it's just, it's just one of those years where the team like the Angels has so much talent. They've actually, they've actually got a decent amount of pitching as well that uh, the Mariners are just, just going to be left out. When I look into the National League and especially in the East, the Mets are going strong. Uh, the Phillies are sub 500 and, you know, talk about spending some cash. They don't want to be there. Uh, the Nationals are the worst team in the division. No big surprise. But the fact that right now as we speak, the Marlins are better than the world champs, is this just kind of what Atlanta does? It just takes them a while to get healthy, to get going. I know Matt Olson's got four jacks hitting around 250, and you think about finally um, getting Acuna back. Do you think Atlanta's going to turn a corner here? Well, I can tell you that they're actually up 4 nothing on Corbin Burns right now on the top of the fourth on the road. So I, I do think they're going to turn a corner. They've got, they've got a ton of talent obviously, offensively. Uh, they could use some help pitching, obviously. But, yeah, Matt Olson, he actually started the year pitching like 450 in his first seven games. And he's mm-hmm. cooled off a little bit. But Acuna is a generational talent, in my opinion. He's one of the most talented outfielders since Mike Trout and uh, you know, Ken Griffey Jr., um, as a, as a pro, as a player, really, I think he's I think he's more talented than Vladimir Guerrero Jr. because he's more of a he's actually a, he's good offensively and defensively. But yeah, I think I think Elaine is going to definitely turn the corner. And this Marlins team, I, I had them at the beginning. I gave all my clients. I said the Marlins is the one team, kind of like the Giants last year, where the book really undervalues them all year long, despite the fact that they're consistently winning games. That's the Marlins this year. Uh, their win total was seventy three. I think they should usually go over that. So yeah, they're they're one of those teams that could definitely sneak into the playoffs, Rick. And they've got a lot of talent, especially like you know, Alcantara, who has as much talent as anyone uh, pitching. Aguilar's got plus power. Joey Wendell is a winner no matter where he goes. You know that he used to be at Tampa Bay, and then Jess Chisholm's having a good year as well. So yeah, used to be with the A's. They traded Brandon Moss to the Indians to get Joey Wendell uh, back in the day. Yeah. Um, one more question about a team that. Is expecting more. I mean, uh, Boston. They did get to the point. They won the World Series a couple times, and and John Henry said, "All right, Mookie Betts has to go. David Price has to go. We're not paying the the luxury tax." But they did that for like a year, and they go, "Okay, we're going to start trying again." Trevor Story finally hit his first home run, and you know, Bogarts and Devers are doing all right, but not so much from Verdugo or Jackie Bradley. You, you wonder what you're going to get out of JD Martinez, which you think. Uh, would be a lot. Do you see the Red Sox just saying, "Ah, it's a down year, or whatever," and we're in a really tough division? Or do you say, do you see them saying, "Screw this, we don't want to be, uh, you know, in fourth place. We are going to turn it around, start making some deals here." They're going to have to make some deals. They have a ton. I would say they may have the most uh, offensive firepower in all of baseball. 
I consider Bogarts to be probably the purest hitter in baseball. Story, if he steals bases, he hits home. Like, he's got to get more comfortable. He would, he's, he's a very talented player. J.D. sitting 320. Devers is sitting like 310. Verdugo's got you know, 330, 350K capability. So, yeah, once once they get hot, they could they could easily win 10, 15 games in a row. Uh, and, and then obviously they have Dahlbeck, who isn't doing much this year as well. But I do think they obviously need to they need to trade for another arm. Although Garrett Willock, he's he's pitched pretty well this year. You know, they, they got like Pavetta, for example. Pavetta's never been a really good pitcher. He's got he throws really really hard. He pitches well sometimes, like the game today. They're at home. Houston's a small favorite. It's uh, Garcia against Pavetta. This might this this Red Sox team for the foreseeable future just might be one of those teams where the game just constantly goes over because they just really don't have the pitching to to keep these games low. Well, you think about Kyan Bloom too. When he was with Tampa Bay with Friedman, they would manipulate service time going back to Longoria and now Wander Franco. You you think that he'll be able to figure something out? But you know, Evaldi, what do you give up five home runs in an inning? Yes, <laughs> yeah. I, I actually I had I had my I had uh, the Red Sox. Astros first five over four and a half and they got that in like the top of the second I think there was like I think they gave up nine runs in the second inning so yeah Evaldi got just crushed yesterday by Houston all right that is JD Sharp check him out at againstthenumber.com and not just baseball all sports with a lot of different uh, experts over there JD thanks for your time and your insights man hey thanks a lot Rick have a good one all right I'm Rick Tittle we will come on back and we will have the Major League Rugby Commissioner once again on the airwaves have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline. Airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time 
time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118-800-493-6118-800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Oh, I would love that. And then maybe afterwards we can go field herping. That's when you go out and you look for reptiles. Rick Tittle once threw a tennis ball at a donkey. All right. uh, Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. He's becoming a regular, our friend George Killebrew. He is the commissioner of Major League Rugby, and the Major League Rugby Collegiate Draft is now set for August 18th, and it'll be uh, three rounds, and um, you're going to be able to see it uh, that Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern on uh, FS2, and then the latter picks on the Rugby uh, Network. George, welcome back to the show. And so we're looking at a full summer of scouting. How How is the scouting process? How does it work for you guys? Hey, uh, how are you doing, Rick? Um, you know, we, we run combines across the country. So athletes have an opportunity to get seen by GMs and coaches and uh, – Looking forward for our, to our third ever collegiate draft. You know, in the first one, you know, we had over 280 collegiate senior rugby players register. Um, and we had 24 selections, you know, two rounds of 12. And we expanded it last year. We said, let's go for three rounds. We added a team. So there were 13 teams, 39 selections. Uh, and it just continues to grow, which is a great sign for the state of rugby collegiately in the United States. Yeah, last year at the expansion team, Dallas Jackals coming in, number one pick, Eric Naposky. He has uh, established himself and want to say thanks. Uh, you promised me a Jackals hoodie, and you delivered. Thank you. Well, you're welcome. You have not brought them any luck. I may just go on the record and say, uh, fortunately, uh, Eric has been a bright star for them, but as all expansion teams and all sports seem to find 
out the hard way that it's a rough go, and they've definitely had a rough go of it on the pitch. But I'll tell you, they're keeping their spirits up, and they got a bright future and a bright young player in Eric Naposky, you know, from Penn State University. Yeah, the Las Vegas Knights, that was fixed when they were an expansion team. That's what I say. All right. Um, getting back to the uh, the draft, now we know that there's great talent in Fiji and Tonga and Samoa. So is that kind of like baseball? Do you have kind of an international signing period? Because a lot of those guys aren't in our U.S. colleges. Yeah, right. So our draft are for, for U.S.-based players. You know, each of our teams are allowed to have up to 10 international players on their roster. Um, and so they will, you know, fill that in with those players. But as far as the collegiate draft goes, there will be, you know, American and, and Canadian players uh, that are eligible. And then, you know, we have probably about 70 or so Polynesian players on our roster. So a lot from Samoa and Tonga and places like that. So um, really excited to see that. You know, the rugby is very indigenous to the Polynesian community and, uh, we're seeing that in evidence on our rosters. I remember Jesse Sapolu with the Niners said, we are blessed with one thing, girth. And they're also <laughs> blessed with being tough customers as well. Um, so collegiately, you know, I just think about here in the Bay Area, Jack Clark had a fantastic program at Cal for a long time. I know my St. Mary's College, for their level, they've been national champs. Uh, you guys, you know, Stanford has a good team. You guys looking out here in Northern California? Yeah, of course. You know, Jack Clark is, if not the most famous collegiate coach in this country at Cal, um, one of them. Um, and St. Mary's, uh, we had a couple of selections out of St. Mary's in the first two years. So, you know, the West Coast, um, whether it's youth or academies, high school programs or collegiate programs kind of leads the country in their rugby prowess. Got more questions for George Killaroo, uh, the commissioner of Major League Rugby. Who are the phenoms? Uh, do you have one or two names where it's like, well, whoever picks first, it's obviously going to be that guy? Yeah, you know, we, uh, we keep that a little close to the vest, um, so, and, and as do the GMs and the coaches. So it goes back to what you need, just like in any professional draft. Um, and whoever has the number one pick, you know, they'll assess what position they need the most, and it, they'll work backwards that way. That's interesting because I, I always think outside of maybe football, like you're not going to draft a quarterback if you have, uh, you know, a quarterback, unless you're the Packers, you do that anyway. Um, but, like, I think in basketball or baseball, you should just take – the best player, and then you'll make him fit. So you think rugby is more like a, a need and not just looking at a big board and taking just the best possible rugby player? Yeah, no question. Just because there's so many different positions in rugby, and if you're, for example, you know, in need of a tight head prop and that's your biggest need, you're going to go out and find the best tight head prop you can find. So mm-hmm. that, that's kind of a little bit different than maybe the way other professional sports leagues draft. There's so many specialty kind of positions in rugby and so you've got to you've got to really try to fill your biggest need on your roster what if you're in need of a hooker <laughs> well if you're in need of a hooker then you're going to take a hooker with the number one so it doesn't change and just for the listening public out there that is a position in rugby <laughs> uh, just in case anybody was wondering what we're discussing as they tune in late <laughs> no doubt and leave it to me to of course throw that in there um, but the groundwork, you guys, when you laid the future of rugby for a league in the United States, 
you know, uh, so many fringe leagues have come in, but you guys are not a fringe league anymore. You guys are a real league, and, and half the battle really is getting eyeballs on it, maybe more than half. So how big is it that you get on TV? Yeah, TV has been very important. You know, last year we did the finals on what I like to call big CBS, you know, CBS Network, same place as the NFL and the PGA, um, and had 2 million viewers, you know, for our finals, which was Los Angeles versus Atlanta, our champions in the West versus our champions in the East. And, and so, you know, we'll, we'll continue that. This year the finals will be on, if you will, Big Fox, um, and we're, we're getting down to that. It'll be either June 26th or June 27th, depending on who gets through. But, yeah, television is very important. You know, the growth of the rugby network, which now has over 85,000 subscribers uh, that we just started at the beginning of last season, uh, is, is key as well because people from all over the world can tune in and watch all the matches of Major League Rugby. So, you know, our digital platform is important and our linear TV partner in Fox and FS1 and FS2 are, are certainly important as well. You think about, you know, coming in five years ago, seven teams, nearly doubling now with 13. Obviously, you can get up to 20 teams and you guys are going to be fine. But I think, like, MLS has expanded too much. I think they have way too many teams, and the talent is so watered down now, you're not getting uh, a lot of times quality soccer to watch. That's just my personal opinion. So how do you measure what's too much expansion and then what's not enough? Well, what's changed in the last couple weeks is that World Rugby has awarded the United States the Rugby World Cup for 2031 for men and 2033 for women. So we have a nine-year kind of runway to get more rugby being played in North America. And you do that, obviously, we're in 13 markets now, 12 in the United States, one in Canada. Uh, if we were to add one or two teams a year on that runway, let's say we averaged one and a half teams a year, you know, we'd be a 28-team league in all the major metropolitan areas in the United States and Canada. So we have an urgency, right, because we're not like soccer where uh, the youth you know, numbers are just off the charts. You know, there's millions of kids playing soccer in this country. There aren't millions of kids playing rugby in this country yet. So it's important for us to establish MLR teams in all the major markets so they can work on academies and youth rugby and flag rugby and get rugby in the PE curriculums, you know, across the country in grade school. So that's kind of our marching orders now. And now we have a North Star. We have a World Cup coming to the shore, you know, the United States shores in 2031. So we have, we're on the clock. Uh, we have nine years to really grow the game as best we can. Any chance of that guy changing the name of those two teams he named after himself slash uh, alcoholic drinks? <laughs> uh, little to none. You know, when you name something after yourself, then there's probably little chance you change the name. But, um, <laughs> both, by the way, both of these teams are contending in the West. Uh, the Austin team is number one. The Los Angeles team is number two. Actually, we have five teams in the West that are competing and, and still have an opportunity to, to win the West, and we have three teams in the East. So eight teams out of the 13 are still in it, you know, with a couple weeks to go before the playoffs. There it is. Find out more at Major League Rugby uh, com, And, uh, of course, talking about the draft, which will be August 18th, and uh, you'll be able to uh, see it on uh, Fox Sports as we were talking about. Speaking of the commissioner, George Killebrew. George, congratulations on the growth, and uh, thanks for stopping by. Anytime, Rick. Good to talk to you. See ya. All right, good stuff. You know, and, and 
You know, I, I know a lot of uh, soccer teams that play at lower levels. In fact, there's one right here in Oakland, California that I'm a fan of called The Roots, and we had the owner of The Roots on this show, uh, was it two years ago? I think it was right before the pandemic. Uh, we had Ed Reese on the show to talk about it. And, you know, it's good to, uh, you know, their goal really is not to get to MLS, but they're not the highest level of soccer in the United States. I think the good thing about Major League Rugby is, of course, they say Major League so we can understand it as Americans. I mean, the, the 1982 World Cup, they called it the Budweiser World Series of Soccer on ABC. This is suck because Americans wouldn't understand what World Cup meant. I'm not lying. But it is the highest level of club rugby in America, if you're interested. And how about those Dallas Jackals? That's right. All right, come on back. Uh, Andrea Jones-Roy on the other side. can't get much for five bucks these days unless you go to wendy's for a five dollar biggie bag get your choice of double stack junior bacon cheeseburger or crispy chicken blt plus four piece nugs fries and a drink all for just five bucks that was smooth wasn't it that's how you're gonna feel when you get that biggie bag at wendy's u.s price of participation may vary includes four piece nuggets small soft drink and small fry prices may be higher in alaska and hawaii This is a true, sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend, and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491-800-361-3491-800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. COVID-19 moves fast, and now you can too. 
If you feel symptoms, even if they're mild, you should test fast. Test positive and at high risk for severe COVID-19? Then act fast with authorized oral treatments that can be taken at home and must be taken within five days from when symptoms begin. COVID-19 moves fast, and now you can too by asking your healthcare provider if an oral treatment is right for you. Learn about a treatment option at TreatCV19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. Thank you uh, and welcome back to the uh, show. Rick Tittle with you. 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529. That's how you get in and that's how you get heard. Uh, When we get our guest, we will uh, throw her on the air. And um, that'll be soon, uh, I believe. All right. Um... The United States uh, women's national team, and um, okay, well, we'll keep that topic for another time because we do have our guest now, and that is Andrea Jones-Roy. She is a New York City-based comedian, and she also is a doctor in uh, data science, and of course, also a circus performer, and she's here (laughs) to talk about, she can do everything. And so it's not uh, surprising that her podcast is called Majoring in Everything. Andrea, welcome to the show. I like people who are multifaceted. Uh, If you had to describe yourself with all those things, what would be the the first thing you would say? Hi, thanks. Excited to be here. Uh, Am I allowed to say confused? I don't know if that counts. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's... Honestly, they like the three rotate uh, in terms of salience in my life. And part of the reason I do all three is I couldn't convince myself which one came first. So with the circus arts, uh, tell us a little bit more of that, because this is a very athletic thing you do, right? Yeah. So it's I grew up doing dance. Uh, and then when I got to grad school, I started doing yoga to stay in shape. And I was nothing against yoga, just bored out of my mind. And uh, I found circus in Detroit. And what I mean by that is mostly aerial. So I do uh trapeze uh aerial hoop which is called the lira and aerial silks so like when you see people like climb curtains and do splits and that sort of thing uh and i got into it when i was in my 20s people now do it when they you know from very young but for me it was like just an awesome way to stay in shape and at the time not think about grad school which was getting me down in a big way uh and then from there i ended up uh continuing to train and i just loved it and i started traveling to new york to train and eventually moved to china for work, I helped open NYU's Shanghai campus, and there I got hired to perform in a nightclub. I think they needed more uh, non-local Chinese performers, and so I, I got in. Uh, and so I performed full-time uh, at, at night for, for some years. Well, I mean, you could do a whole book on opening up NYU <laughs> Shanghai. And what I know that Shanghai yeah. is kind of like the, you know, the sort of ritzy and glitzy part of uh, China. What was that experience like for you? Yeah, it's... I mean, right now they're undergoing, you know, the world's most 
historic lockdown, so it's probably a bit different uh, since I was there. But it was like, uh, I don't know how much time you or your listeners have spent in New York City, but I had come from New York, which I, you know, with a lot of hubris thought was like, surely this is the center of the world and everything happens in New York. And then I landed in Shanghai and was like, oh, just kidding. New York is a village. <laughs> Shanghai is insane. Like, it's, it's, it's like the New York, if you look at like the Manhattan skyline, if you're coming in uh, from Brooklyn or Queens, you're like, wow, that's amazing. Shanghai is that times 50. It just like keeps going. Like, it's not a skyline. It's like the whole city is a skyline. Wow. And, and it's just, it's very, have you spent any time in, in you know, Tokyo, any of these big cities? It's, it's very humbling. Yeah, I mean, I've been to New York several times, and I can't even imagine it being bigger than that, so that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, like New York truly feels like a village now, mm. <laughs> which is, like, kind of sad. I mean, they, you know, I used to go home. I was on the academic calendar. I spent three years there, and I would go come back to the U.S. for, like, holidays and breaks and stuff like that, and I would return, you know, after a summer spent back on the East Coast of the U.S., and they were like, oh, hooray, we opened two new subway lines, like, Lines, not stations. Like it just—it was growing like crazy. You know, whole sections of the city that didn't exist five years ago are like, again, bigger than Manhattan now. Uh, it's wild. I mean, it's also terrifying. Like they, you know, air pollution is real. Uh, water pollution is real. A lot of poverty. You know, it looks amazing, but there's a lot of work to do underneath as well. Never mind the lockdown and all that. Well, you said uh, village. It's only fitting that NYU is in Greenwich Village, right? Exactly. No, and I, I, I mean, I'm in uh, Lower Manhattan right now, and uh, look, I love New York City, but it really is like the word village is is, uh, is apt, I have to say. <laughs> well, now, da- to yeah, data science. Yeah. I mean, if you think about how we overanalyze everything just in sports now, and data science, yeah. it seems like it is, uh, I mean, it, it it's somewhat nebulous. Could you tell me exactly what you do with that? So I, I got my PhD in political science, and then before I joined NYU to teach, uh, I direct their undergrad program in data science now. Uh, I worked at 538 for a few years, and I did more of the political sports analysis, but I was like around, I'm sorry, the political data analysis, but I was around for the sports analysis. So I wrote a very unimpressive article about, uh, what's his name? <laughs> the famous guy, the famous basketball, doesn't matter. Uh, but I just jumped into it with the, with the data side of things. So, oh God, I can't remember his name now. That's embarrassing. Was he, uh, can you, can you describe uh, him? What does he do? What does he look like? He, he used to play for Cleveland and now James Harden. (laughs) This is embarrassing to say on a sports radio show. Well, he didn't play for Cleveland. Uh, He used to, right? No. No. Oh, no, well, he played for okay. He played for Oklahoma city. He played for Houston. Unless you're thinking of LeBron James, he played for Cleveland. Oh, maybe I am. I'm thinking of James Harden because he, he broke some record with like a a three 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 or a thirty 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 or a some kind of like <laughs> thing five years ago. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> well, he was MVP a few years ago, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, so I, co- my, I say all of this to say that what I like about data science is that you don't have to have area expertise mm-hmm. in things as long as you work with people who do. So I partnered with one of their head sports writers to do this analysis, and we basically – showed that uh, James Harden's particular record was on the Pareto optimum, uh, like mathematically, of what you can achieve in a single game or something like that. So he like did the maximum number of like shots, rebounds, and something else. Was it Pareto uh, so optimum? The, yeah, yeah. Wow, I haven't heard that term uh, before. It's, a, it's an econ term. Uh, where basically just says you're sort of maxing out on all the categories that are relevant. Wow. Uh, yeah. 
anyway, so what I like to do is I take the social science uh, training that I have and the data science skills that I have, and I go around and look at problems that I think are interesting or problems that other people are interested in. And I sort of think of myself as like a, a freelance science applicator. So I'll just go in and say, oh, okay, we can solve it this way, or we can apply it that way. So right now I do a lot of consulting with companies who want to use data to better understand their employees. So I want to hire the best talent, best in heavy quotes. I want to promote the right people. I want to predict who's going to leave and how I can keep them if they're, I think, a strong performer. And so I'll help them say, well, okay, how could we use data to actually quantify what you mean by top performer and ideally do it in a way that doesn't just codify our various biases, you know, similarity bias or like the loudest voice in the room or, uh, you know, went to the top school or whatever like that. So it's like I basically try to turn humans into numbers but do it in a way that is vaguely ethical. Speaking with Andrea Jones-Roy, a couple more questions. Her new podcast is called Majoring in Everything. You're obviously highly intelligent, so when all the time you spent at NYU, did you ever go down to Washington Square Park or like the Blue Note and just have a Nathan's dog and veg out? Totally. I, I'm actually in Washington Square Park all the time. I perform comedy in Greenwich Village as well, just on uh, McDougal Street, that kind of comedy gauntlet there. Yeah. Uh, so I spend a lot of time going from my office on the north side of the park to comedy on the south side of the park, and I'll do my transition by, like, sitting and staring at, excuse me, all the stuff going on in Washington Square Park. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to guess that you haven't been passed at the cellar yet, but you have been uh, passed a block away at the Greenwich Village Comedy Club. There you go. How did you, uh, how do you know the Greenwich Village Comedy Club? I've been to... I'm sorry, not Greenwich Village. I'm at the Grizzly Pair. The Greenwich Village Comedy ah. Club is down the street, but yeah, close. Yes. But that's some, like, local knowledge. Well done. Yeah, well, then you got the Village Underground and the Fat Black Pussycat right around the corner. I was, yeah, I've, I've been there a lot. I was just there in December. Okay. Yeah. All right. I remember right. you. You were, like, doing trapeze in the park, right? There you go. Yeah, that checks out. <laughs> so tell us <laughs> about... I fear that my students will see me doing it, frankly. <laughs> tell us about the podcast, Majoring in Everything, because you have some very interesting guests as well. Yes. Well, thanks. Uh, yeah, so I... As you know, uh, couldn't pick one thing to focus on, and I spent most of my life feeling bad about that and beating myself up for not being able to focus, and why can't I commit, and what's wrong with me? And only recently have I been like, what if this is awesome to do a million things? And uh, I was like, well, one way to get her out of my own way when I have my own sort of self-doubt is to talk to other people I think are awesome who do multiple things. And so it's kind of been a an exploration for me to understand what the experiences are like of other people who at least have what, what I might call a bifurcated career. So two things that kind of are seemingly incompatible, but we're not limited to, I'm not limited to, so it could be three, it could be four, it could be lots. And I bring people on both to talk about, you know, what they're interested in and to kind of share that interest and what's exciting about it. So I had someone on who's a long distance open water swimmer. So she swims up the Hudson River in New York City on purpose. Uh, and that's amazing. She talks about why she loves it. Uh, she's also a neuroscientist, right? And so we talk about why she loves that. And then we talk about why why they stuck with both things. And so I've had people on as well, someone who was a professor of theoretical physics, who's now uh, a comedy rock star with the group Ninja Sex Party. And we talked about the decision of going from academia to music and what that was like and how hard it was. And we talk about why he had to give one up in order to pursue the other and, and why the world isn't set up for people who have more than one interest. And another thing that a lot of these people have in common is they often try to quit the kind of, quote, less serious thing that they're interested in. So 
they were doing pole dancing on the side during, you know, medical school and they tried to quit, but couldn't find that they could quit, couldn't quit it. Or they're a PR expert, but they also perform music and they would try to like put the guitar down and say, I'm leaving those silly days behind me, but then it would always kind of come back like an addiction. And so it's, I don't have a, a, an answer, but I'm sort of exploring the hypothesis of like, what if we were all a little bit more excited about the fact that we all have multiple interests as opposed to like the story of like grit and persistence and commitment that I at least grew up hearing and internalized. Yeah. Very cool. Last question for you. And that is, you know, when yeah. we, when we were in college um, and I'm, I'm older than you, but you know, we didn't have Instagram and, and Twitter. Yeah. We didn't have this social media the, the these kids today, I know the millennials get a hard time, like, oh, they have no attention span, which I think every mm. every generation says about the younger generation time immemorial. I'm already saying that, <laughs> yeah, about Gen Z, for sure. Yeah. Right. So um, the, the modern day student also has to be, you know, they have to be kind of woke. They have to kind of be, and they have to be so many different things that are acceptable socially now. What's it like teaching those guys mm. and girls? It's, right, it's, Say in part because I teach a huge class and we've been, you know, because of the pandemic, we're, we've done a lot of hybrid teaching. So some in person and some online. So I don't even like know what a lot of my students for the past few years even look like because they either have a mask <laughs> and are sitting far away from me or they're on Zoom with their camera off. So like, I kind of don't know. But my sense is that exactly as you said, and I say this with some try to be self-aware about the generational gap is that there's no attention span. And I feel that no one's paying attention to me when I'm, you know, a lecture for 75 minutes is a long time. And it's a long time for me to sit through. And I notice my own attention span is, is shrinking. And so I struggle to, to, I don't know, kind of understand, you know, I, I see students holding their phones up in class and just obviously scrolling while I'm talking and I get irritated. And I'm just like, am I becoming my mother who's also a teacher? Uh, or what? So I don't. I don't want to tread in stereotypes, but I'm. I'm definitely hyper aware uh, of all of that. I mean, that said, I also have students who are pay attention the whole time, and they, you know, watch the full lecture, and they're nodding, and they're in the front row, and so I. I try to focus on that. Uh, and there they I'm are. Sure. I mean, look, I'm the worst. I spent three hours last night scrolling TikTok for no reason. So I'm. A, <laughs> I'm not one to talk. Well, it's, that's it's, because it's you're so multifaceted, and that's why you have to listen to the podcast, majoring in everything, with our guests the highly entertaining Andrea Jones-Roy. That's R-O-O-Y. Andrea, thanks for coming on. And uh, if you're ever in San Francisco, come on in the studio and perform. Sounds great. Thanks for having me. I'm going to go read about James Harden now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Byline. driving but you don't love your car payment open road lending can reduce your car payment by as much as a hundred dollars a month or more it's easy to refinance your car payment just call today to get your no obligation quote and find out how much you can save to qualify for a lower car payment your car should be less than 10 years old have less than 125,000 miles and you've made at least six on-time payments Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. 
Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Let's say life knocks on your door, and you need money to live on or pay bills. What do you do? Would your life be better if you were able to take the equity you've built in your home and spend it any way you want? Here's an idea. Call Easy Knock. They can help you convert the equity in your home into cash in just a few days. If your home is worth $100,000 or more, Easy Knock will buy it from you. You get the money you need, and you stay in your home as a renter. Plus, depending on your program, you can buy it back at any time. If you think you might not qualify, remember, they can say yes when your bank says no. Call Easy Knock now and get the cash you need out of your home. Easy Knock is not a lender. Its products are not available in all markets. Terms and conditions apply. 800-245-9187. 800-245-9187. 800-245-9187. That's 800-245-9187. The Anlass-Wahl-Vollkommen-Nichtig-Und-Ich-Selbst-Griff-Erst-Gar-Nicht-Ein-Weil-Kinski-Im-Vergleich-Zu-Anderen-Ausbrüchen-Ihr-Milde
Come on, you still have to pay them their wages, don't you? All right, sorry about that. Thanks for tuning in, and another eclectic show. We'll see you tomorrow and do it again at 9 a.m. Pacific time. Great way to end the show.